The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. All buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show jumping at you today. Let's start it right off with the fact that RG3 blew out a leg. Uh, thanks, uh, Shanahan. Thanks, Snyder. Hicks, it almost looked like you were looking at a 38, 39-year-old man by the end of that game. Beat down. And once it actually just picking up a bad snap is what puts him out of the game. Yeah. I mean, when the guy can't lean over and grab the the ball, he never should have been playing. It's up on the, uh, on the I-Bang right now. Uh, should somebody have stepped in and said, you're not playing today. We need to have you for 15 years, not for one game. Uh, it's up on the iBang right now. Uh, a poll, and we'll get it all started. But first, let's welcome our friends J.C. Brooks and the Uptown Sound.
Okay, let's get down to it, Bopper. Oh, yeah, buddy. It is the Ron Fez Show. Thanks to our special guests. One only J.C. Brooks and his Uptown Band. All right, uh, we started this up on the iBang. Early poll numbers uh, say somebody should have stepped in. It's not up for this young man. Watching that game yesterday, I felt like I was watching North Dallas 40. I'm like, how are they risking this? It's not a matter of, uh, you know, fighting it off like a Charlie horse or even a cracked rib. This is the potential for a career-ending injury with a franchise player I don't get it uh, what's weird is at the beginning of the, yesterday the team doctor said he was horrified and couldn't even watch the games because they were setting him out too early RG3 so uh, that is going to uh, obviously come out another thing for any of you Washington people who love your team and you had an exciting season uh your owner can't fucking put together a decent field. The field's not being used by a college, and no one's marching on it during the week. No one t- that field gets used eight times a year, and it's shit. It looks like a sandlot. No wonder you guys are blowing their knees out. By the way, uh, just a weekend of bad games all the way around. That was the only really watchable game. And I have a feeling that every team that won will be out next week. Uh, doesn't matter much. If you followed uh, our expert, Jerry Barca, um, for a guy who doesn't like homosexuals, he sure bets like one. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, for four. Fucking <laughs> bloodbath. What's this guy thinking? Tonight, he will be 0 for 5. He just jinxed Notre Dame. You like that, Barca? Um, that was the man who said bet bet eighty percent of your savings. Mm, thank God you got that other twenty to build on. <laughs> Take that other twenty to fucking dog track and just go f- anything that sounds like an ex girlfriend's. Roll name. tide. Just go roll tide. All right. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Uh, here's uh, Matt. Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey Ron. Um, they said it last night that the team doctor. For Washington is Dr. James Andrews, who's the foremost expert on like knee reconstruction, and he was like, you know, he was out there on the field with them. I mean, I'm surprised he even let he even had any. He never got near him. Shanahan lied before when he said that this guy uh, signed off on it. Uh, Shanahan's just a scumbag. Yeah, it's just well, but it's one thing. You're a horse guy, Hicks. Love it. If you if some stable got some young fucking horse that they had big plans for, and there was anything wrong with his leg, they're not going to scratch him this year. Uh, they're they're going to fucking <laughs> blow that money. It happened at the Triple Crown this year. The fucking horse that won the first two legs of Triple Crown the day before they fucking scratched him. I think it might have been the day of. Because you know why? It's a fucking hundreds of millions of dollars. They could fucking put this thing out the stud. I'm not going to fucking risk the goddamn horse dying on the well, fucking track. Washington is. Got the first good news they've had in like 10 years. <laughs> and they're not fucking taking care of it. It's 
It's mind-blowing. Um, here's uh, John, Missouri. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. He just wanted to know if you were throwing your hat into the Martha Stewart studio and would there be a radio war starting? Well, first of all, that studio is already called for. I don't know what ONA we're talking about today. Uh, starting very well, I don't know whether they want me to announce it, but I'm going to anyway oh. because I've got people in every office in there. But uh, the word is that I'm hearing from the top, uh, it's going to be Murray Brothers Caddyshack Radio. Now, uh, the same guys that did the TV show, uh, Ed, Brian Doyle, Bill, Andy, uh, John, and then the person I consider a buddy, Joel Murray. So all the Murray Brothers are going to be up here with us? Not at the same time. Okay. Much like the TV show. But it's, all those guys are funny. Yeah. And uh, from what I understand, it's 24-hour uh, wackiness, and anything uh, can happen and probably will. But I would lock into this. Uh, so, Higgs, for you, sitting there watching your uh, beloved Redskins. I said that was my lock of the fucking weekend was the Skins. I don't know why. I guess no one watched Seattle play uh, all well, this I, time. I believe Shanahan's lies. I thought that RG3 and Alfred Morris on their backs. And for the fucking, I don't know, first majority of this fucking first half of the game, it was looking like, hey, Redskins got it. And yeah, then it based on a running game. Yeah. Which, for some reason, they went away with and then had their one-legged fucking quarterback scramble. Uh, just... But an overall bad weekend. Just not a good weekend. Now, next weekend is, you know, the division winners. This is the best weekend in football. Hopefully. Because you're seeing all the teams that have a chance to win the Super Bowl out there. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, the the, Beng the Bengals-Houston game this weekend was fucking horrendous. Houston is going to get shellacked by New England. It's, it's, it's a fucking given. They did not deserve to win that Bengals game. They, they well, were fucking terrible. You know, the Bengals had a worse quarterback than the guy with one leg. <laughs> they had a guy missing a head. Creepy fucking Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. Why do you say that? Because you're fucking doing a show with Dave. It's not the red hair. I know I fucking brought this up. It's, it's the orange hair. It's just his face. If he had black hair, he'd look just as fucking horrifying. He looks like every other redhead out there, <laughs> including Dave. And it's just a cruelty that they don't need. He should grow a beard. Um, all right, here's uh, some of the people writing in. Uh, not only was it a shit decision for RG3, it was a poor decision for the team. Uh, TB says, yes, he was hobbling around the field plenty before he was knocked out of a game. When a kid wants to uh, play and wants to be known as a gamer. Again, there's a real difference between if you've got a cracked rib, bruised sternum, or if you're having fucking neck or knee problems because they take a year, two years, or sometimes are career-ending. Yeah. You don't fuck around with a knee. You're not a tough guy when you can run on a fucking torn ACL. You're an idiot at that point. And basically, because he tore his ACL before, and after the game, he's like, uh, they're like, do you think he's tore it again? He's like, um, we'll see. Here's the deal. You watched him lean over. They've already pulled the video off the internet. You watch him uh, go, and it looks like his oh. knee was heading in the wrong direction. We had it up on the on the eye bang, as instead of his knee bending north to south, it bent east to west. Oh. It bent in a way that a knee is not supposed to uh, 
bend. And no one touched him. He was just a fucking wounded dude out there. Now, the other part of this is this was a great season for the Redskins to get that far. To win the fucking NFC East? The shitty NFC East, they won. <laughs> and it turned the only reason why they won it because it turned out to be really shitty this year. Um, they were six and ten last year, and they go to fucking taking that. That's pretty great. And they weren't going to win next week. They weren't going to go any further than this game. No, no. It, why are you risking this kid's career? And the thing of oh, he's fucking. He wanted to play, so we let him. We know the kid's a fucking gamer. We know the kid's not going to sit and watch from the sidelines and watch his guys fucking work for him. He wants to work. He's going to tear it up. Or... His ACL <laughs> is out. There's nothing you can do then. If this had been a concussion, there would be a major NFL intervention. Well, that's because it's a different thing. I mean, I, I'm not going to bust their balls about the concussion thing. Because what happens when the ACL goes out, you're fucking covered for that. When the, you know, insurance was. When the brain goes, then the lawsuits can come for wherever. So I'm not going to rip these guys over the concussion work that they're slowly trying to get into. My point is, protect your own assets. Don't leave it up to this kid. Look at that leg. Uh, the direction is going. The picture's horrifying. The video is what was, was fucking terrible to watch. Um... But. I can't believe Snyder didn't have anything to do with this. They talked about how they had such a successful season because Snyder really went out of his way to stay out of all the football affairs. But you know that Rumpelstiltskin is calling from the owner's box wanting to know about this and saying, let him play. Well, why would you say that, Fizz? Because the guy, it's, it, I mean, for it's me, just a creepy I, I, organization. For, well, for me, he should be taking care of his own organization. For me, that's his investment. This is the part of it that I don't get. I don't see what's in the upside for him to do that. This is, I would be insane for him to do exactly what you said because he's the one that's planning to build around this kid for 10 and 15 years. Why would you risk it? Everything rides on this guy. Everything. Everything is on it. They traded up to get him. They he, built their entire marketing and team attitude around this. And honestly, it was look like looking at a guy at the end of his 17, 18 year career. He, he was fucking hobbled on that fucking field the entire night. And he looked elderly. It was, uh, it, it was nuts. John, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah. John. Hey, sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah. Look, wanted to see if Jerry Barca could be banned from the studio again after going 0-4, Fezzy 4-0. Well, Fez uh, made the move of just betting against him for gay rights. Spite wins out the fucking weekend. It did. Shit. Spite won. All right, people writing in, what did you want to, what did you call Dan Snyder? Rumpelstiltskin. Right, they said they're saying that you called him Runkle Stillskin. <laughs> and why did you call him that? I think I've heard you call him that before. <laughs> now that I think about it. Here is uh Cody. You're on the run of Fest show. Hey Ronnie, how's it going? Yeah. I, I wanted to call up so I could thank uh the sportsmaster's little sidekick there for picking against the Texas because every time he does 
We win the game. <laughs> keep kicking against them. Yeah. He is a fucking jinx. I'm the jinx master is what I fucking am. Doesn't matter and yet, what. And you've also picked Notre Dame, which you claim that, oh, you're the good luck charm and you're all feeling good about it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel good. It's a lock. Notre Dame. Take that for what you will, everybody. You blow all your Christmas money? No, not yet. Uh, all right, you're on the rest Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, million bucks from 2013. Right, hey, uh, I was going off the rails crazy when they brought RG3 out in the second half. And then, they, on top of everything, they call a run play for him just to show how crippled he was. Tell the defense, come on and get him because he's not going to do anything. I, I could not comprehend it. I could not understand that for a second. It's just really ridiculous business. Forget even football. Forget humanity. Just bad business. Jason, you're on the Ron Fest show. Hey, hey, Ron Fest or Pepper Hicks. Yeah. Hey, um, is it just the difference between baseball and football? Because down the road, Strasburger, the pitcher of the Nationals, they shut him down because of his injury from the previous year. They're, mm-hmm. they're saving him. I mean, is it just football that, oh, we got to prove all our guys are tougher? I mean, it's... You know, I guess there is this football mentality about, you know, working through something. But, again, it's not with a fucking torn ACL. The, The thing was, this guy didn't take some shot that blew his fucking knee out. He leaned over like anyone else would. Even in the in the in the in the end of the first quarter, or whatever, when he just when he dropped the first time and he re-injured his shit, he just planting his foot, he fucking dropped. Like no one was fucking, he was, it was getting so, fucked up by somebody else. So here's the other weird thing: how are they supposed? How's he ever supposed to throw the the, the football if you cl- can't plant your foot? How does that even work out for your team to win? None of this makes sense. From just this season alone. It looks like he has two, maybe three seasons before he's totally shot. If he comes back from this at all. Who knows? We don't know at all now. But no, there's no way that you can look at this young man and think he is going to have a a nice long career. Um, I don't get it. And everybody likes the kid. Jesus Christ, they've got him all over Drudge Report, and that guy doesn't even watch fucking football. (laughs) And you turn around every Sunday, and he turns it into... He loves it. Yeah, because he thinks he's going to be the young Republican black guy. Who hates Obama. (laughs) But it's really weird. I mean, you can't look at him and not enjoy watching the kid play. He does amazing shit in the field. It's it's, it's fucking wild. He used to. Now his amazing shit is he can't even (laughs) lean over and pick up a ball. He falls over. Your little sister can lean over and pick up a ball. This guy can't. He gets his MRI today, so we'll fucking see how fucking bad the damage is. Poor bastard. Fucking Shanahan should have pulled him. Even hey, by the second, the, by the fucking halftime, he should have been pulled. Yeah, you could see anyone watching is like, "What the fuck is going on?" They're knocking his knee brace down. I mean, that goddamn Seattle. I know you don't follow football, Hicks. Oh yes, that Seattle defense is terrific. Just can't bet on it. And um, all the Christmas money gone? No, 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 no. yeah, it's all gone. No, just not yet. one. You pushed it all in. No, 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 no. I'm not that bad. It's like fucking wasting. Um, but. Somebody wrote this. The producer of the HBO show Luck showed better judgment than <laughs> Shannon. Um, you you look at at the fact that Minnesota pulled their fucking quarterback right before the game. Joanna. Now, if you were watching the NBC shit fest, 
those guys suddenly act like the greatest move ever just happened. And Joe Webb was this fantastic secret weapon. Insane. He, it was a, it was an awful weekend of football. I think in the first half he was like four for ten, four of ten for like three yards or something. That was like the his fucking first. Half. And he's still throwing better than they do in Cincinnati, <laughs> since he had positive yardage. What a clusterfuck! Um, let's go over to uh, Sean. Sean, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, Ronnie B. You know when kids ask about Heisman, that Daddy, what ended his career? He said. Well, he was hit by one of the baddest linebackers in the game. A linebacker so bad that offenses changed their offense around him. Why in RG3, Daddy? He bent over. He bent over on a shitty field. On a bad snap. God damn it. it wasn't that the ironic thing that they yelled out bad, bad snap and then his fucking knee goes like that? <laughs> um, Dave, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, Ron, I got I to gotta say that I was watching that game last night, and that was the most disgusting display I've ever seen. I actually felt like I was watching a dogfight or a gladiator event. I mean, it was just, it, the kid was clearly hurt. That was absolutely awful. It was insane. It was like like you were sitting around, and, and Snyder was going to hand a hammer and yell, finish him. It <laughs> yeah, did exactly not I, I, I make sense. watching that. Yeah, I felt the same way. I was like, football is disgusting. It's just disgusting, and it's run by fucking idiots. It's literally how I felt. Now I've been watching ESPN. So many of those guys are protecting this. Like, hey, you've got to trust the guy. If he wants in, you got to fucking give him the ball. He's going to go for it. Okay. Based on what? What fucking 21-year-old, 22-year-old kid would you believe about anything? Uh, if the guy was fucking drinking and said, I can drive, you're going to trust him? He was. The guy got him in the game. Fucking calmer heads have got to be involved here. Look, Kirk, and at the half, they were up by, well, I think, they were by a point. And Kirk Cousins fucking play, came in former in the season and did a fine job. He could have came in at the half. He could have started the second fucking quarter, the third quarter. Well, they were making the point on ESPN that he didn't do anything in the two that he ran. The mm. two fucking um, things. But, you know, the game was over then. It was fucking garbage time. Yeah. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. It is the Ron Fez show. We are on a Monday. Uh, I've gotten words I shouldn't have said anything about the Murray Brother uh, Caddyshack radio uh, channel. So shit. Put that out of mind. Should have dumped out of that. Plus, why do ONA want that thing? I've done a lot of shows in there. It is tiny. To add on to this studio. Oh, to add on? Knock that wall oh, down. Oh, I'm all for that then. And then that expands into our shit. Yeah. That that would be the that would be the move. Oh, I'm all for that. It should be like a baller pad up in here. Why not just let the Murray brothers in here with us? <sighs> Make be, them part of the O and A channel. That'd be pretty cool. Be real cool. But we probably shouldn't mention the Murray Brothers. I go most of the time. You're going to see five guys, not six. I guarantee it. We're all welcome. Just on the off chance, you know? A little happen. But I'll just say this. Get really used to seeing Ed and Andy. <laughs> They're going to be in here a lot. No one will ever believe you. Lynn, in Seattle, you're in Ronnie Fez. Yes, can we hear about the Seahawks? What they did yesterday? Who gives a fuck about that? That's just a football game. We're talking about a man's career. 
Well, still, we did the shit. No one said Who gives a shit? Good over the whole week for Seattle. And still today, you guys are still trying to give props to the Redskins. It, first of all, this, you're proving how stupid you are. You went in there as the fucking favorite by three points. No one's sitting around talking about how a game uh, won. We're talking about a young man's fucking future and his health and the way that he's treated by these people. To sit around and act like, yeah, we did it like we're a bunch of fucking high school people. That's retarded, Lynn. I'm not saying that I'm. I'm not. I'm. You I'm are. You're exactly saying that. Career, that'd be like me. That'd be like me calling you the day after Kurt Cobain killed himself. Start bragging about Oasis. <laughs> Looks like the Gallagher brothers got the last laugh, Lynn. It doesn't make any sense, Lynn. Be a person. All right? Jesus Christ! You're not a goddamn zombie. You're not a zombie sitting around frothing at the mouth over these games. She might be because she ended the call just screaming Seahawks. <laughs> She's she is. totally insane. She is. She's one of those fucking Seattle lumberjacks. <laughs> she has just single-handedly turned all Seahawks fans into obnoxious. They now feel the same as like Dallas Cowboy fans where you, where you can't even talk that? to them. She's just made Seahawks fans, ooh, yuck. She's one person. She doesn't represent everybody. <laughs> She's got for all of them. They, with her they, attitude. They were the they were the favorite. They're they're a terrific team this year. I knew they were going to be great when uh, they were talked down by Jerry Barca, <laughs> who said their coach would be exposed this year. Yeah, not really. I mean, he came back to being down fourteen nothing. Fucking lit it up. But again, a lousy weekend for football. A terrible. Eric, the fucking uh, Ravens Colts game was awful. Fucking goddamn luck can't get a guy to touch down save his life. The Ray Lewis dance. I'm so glad it's leaving. It's so fucking obnoxious. One last time, Ron. One last time. He should have never done it. What are we, the fucking WWE? Everyone was, every fucking newspaper had to uh, mention that, the dance. His crazy weird dance. I, seriously, there's nothing I fucking hate worse than the weirdness of these of these entrances I'm that sure they try to do. Once he goes to the booth or whatever, I'm sure he'll go on to one of those fake fields where they have like the fake like field and do the dance there just for everyone's amusement. No one will care because they'll forget. Like it was the fucking icky shuffle or whatever that shit was. <sighs> and at least those guys are fucking dancing after something. Not why they're coming out. He's pumped up. He's excited to play football. <laughs> well, he will be doing it at the ESPN desk as they expand that to fit 16 people now. I ain't watching it anyway. I, I think you should wear a t-shirt every week that says I got away with murder. And where's my white suit? And I got a ring, son. <laughs> where's my white suit? Oh, that's right. <laughs> We're supposed to hate OJ, but not him. He got acquitted. That's because he loves God. He didn't get acquitted. He fucking signed off. Uh, fucking ratted his buddies out. And then those guys still didn't fucking... They got to uh, still be doing time, right? No, they didn't even get in. Something weird happened with that whole deal. Fuck, people getting paid off with them right over there. Uh, John, you're on the run of first show. Hey, Pepper. Hi. Hey, um, why don't they ever talk about Ray Lewis and his little incident up there in Atlanta when that guy got killed? Well, here's the thing. 
Um, we just did bring it up. And then two, I think the dance is worse than the murder. <laughs> All right. It's still a couple Pat, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's happening, Ronnie? Um, I don't know. Anyone else notice that it sounds like uh, Joe Buck wants to blow RG3? I mean, he said his name like a million times yesterday. Well, RG3 was the big story of the year for those guys. They Look, at least he was on the on, on the field, unlike Tebow. Because I guarantee you that Tebow's name has come up more than anybody else's. Well, on ESPN, the, the, the like, internal things came out saying that they told everyone on the air, fit Tebow in as much as you can. Doesn't matter what you're talking about, just throw Tebow out there because everyone wants to hear about Tebow. Even if it's tennis. No, seriously, they didn't give a fuck. Just mention Tebow. Doesn't matter. People want to hear about Tebow. It's just, they're in their business to fucking talk up this crazy bullshit. Because they're just fucking, it's like McDonald's burgers. Just give the people what they're already eating. They don't give a shit. But it was very funny to me to see two of the three rookies already out. Oh, yeah. Russell Wilson's the one that fucking stays. No one's and now immediately they're like, well, he should be Rookie of the Year. Okay. Everyone's just like, why isn't he Rookie of the Year? <sighs> you know why? No one cares about Seattle. That's why he's not fucking Rookie of the Year. I read some shit. For, Skip Bayless wrote this long fucking article of talking about how Peyton Manning should win both comeback and MVP, which is fucking crazy talk. Skip Bayless is a douche. All right, the Sirius XM feed is down. Ugh. Is that the online feed? Yeah, I'll let. Um, I'll shoot an email over to engineering. Ray Lewis done. Well, he's still playing. He's got another game. <laughs> Up there in Denver, the air's too thin. So what? He's still going to play it. He's not done now. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming up with excuses. I think, I think it's a conditioning is way off since that injury. You're seriously more like Bark every day. What? I sure I can't fucking pick a game. I'll give you that. I'm a fucking jinx. Broncos favored right now by nine. <sighs> fucking take Over the it. Ravens. Take it. Take that action. I'm not as bad as Bark. I did take the fucking Packers. By the way, that's not as bad as the Notre Dame game that you guys are all locked into tonight. <laughs> and Fez, you're staying with Notre Dame even though the anti-gay pope. Yes, I'm staying with Notre Dame. Yes, Good. I am. They just started a gay student union I th for the first time on campus. I think they may be headed in the right direction here. Who's they? The Notre Dame campus. The Notre Dame campus started it? The church itself started it? No, the students did. Right, so but that it has got nothing... approved by the campus. Oh, God. Okay, good. Go Notre Dame. Go Irish. Let's do it. Come on. Let's go. Teo. Right? Mr. Consistency. In the meantime, fucking Blowhard gets screamed at. He's a, he's all <laughs> He's He's a fucking problem. I will never let anybody else be called homophobic on this show. Nice. Knowing that the Catholic Church gets a fucking walk. Good, because I'm always getting attacked for being a fucking homophobe. And I ain't. I mean, you kind of are, but I'm still going to stick up for you. Thank you. Bless my soul. Uh, look who it is. Hard Rock Johnny. Hey, Johnny. I can't wait for this game to be over tonight. So Why don't you go on over and live chat with Fez? What no. time does it start, Fez? Game starts at 8 o'clock. What time's live chat start? Um, I could start that at 8 o'clock. Why so late? Because the game doesn't start till 8.30. <laughs> but coverage starts at 8 o'clock. Okay, so... 
Oh, good. We can we can do live chat about like the pregame and all that good stuff. Yeah. The bands. Maybe they'll show the Notre Dame marching band. I hope they make an N and a D. <laughs> they should just bring in the Ohio State band and fucking show them. If I started. told you what I used to say that it stood for, everybody would be mad at me now. The only person who wouldn't would be Quentin Tarantino. I'll give you a hit. The second part was dick. Oh, That's Jesus. all I'm saying. And oh, I'll boy. leave it at that. Oh, boy. All right. So here's my question for you guys Better linebacker, Ray Lewis, Lawrence Taylor. You know the answer to that. I know that, but I got into an <laughs> argument last night with an idiot, and you can't argue with idiots. What idiot? Some guy from Baltimore? Well, LT is better. I would, I would guess. That would be my guess. LT is better. <laughs> okay? I feel better now. So call your friend back up. Say that everybody on the Ron and Fez show agrees with you. No, they said that they actually tweeted that you and Pepper would agree with them. Who was this Lewis? person? Yeah, I don't know. Some guy on Twitter. I've been getting a lot of good... I've had my third Ron and Fez fan tweet me about my surgery. I'm like the, the Ron and Fez small stomach consultant now. That's great. And I'm, I'm helping him out, which is nice. And then you ended up fighting with somebody? <laughs> no, I didn't fight with him. I Stop just, talking I shit about LT. <laughs> I made the argument. I mean, I don't... You know, it's look, Ray Lewis has had a great career. He's a great middle linebacker, but you can't compare. He's not LT. <laughs> no, nobody is. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, the problem. That's like when people want to compare somebody with fucking Jordan. You're like, I'm sorry. Right, they revolutionized the game. That's the two of both of those right. guys that you mentioned. They, they, LT revolutionized the way the game was played, and Jordan totally revolutionized it. Well, I'll just say that a certain uh, coach of a certain team in Dallas tried to... Uh, Compare fucking Nowitzki one time to me with fucking Jordan. I'm like, I'm not saying the guy's not great, but don't act like you got a Jordan. You don't. No, there's only one. You can't. You, there's certain things you just can't compare, and that's one of them. I just. All right, you so know. you're live chatting tonight, Johnny. Uh, Hicks, you live chatting? Wait. I'll pop in. All right, the way you said pop in has made me feel like you snort twice and then you said I'll pop in. <laughs> Seriously, you're I'll like be... my bad son oh who's on high drugs. Did he did he like wipe his finger under his nose when he said that or anything? Yeah, he did. Don't worry about what yeah. I'm doing, all right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm doing some things you never even heard about before. I'm not doing A, I'm doing F right now. That's how fucking that's the next level shit I'm on. Uh, this live chat, by the way, will be kind of like the uh, like it used to be maybe when we had that fun fantasy football league at the beginning of the season. Oh, I forgot about that. Why did you bring that up, man? That was the best time in my life. It was so much fun on a weekend. Then I got runkled still-skinned. <laughs> still-skinned? <laughs> you say it, so I say it. You say it, so I say it. Gage Hi, Laser. Pop. Gage Laser. Oh, the gauge lasers. I Remember that? About the, the we each have a pop. The good old days of the gauge lasers. Those were fun. And the chocolate donuts. Chocolate donuts had a good season, all things considered. Um, the big fucking season belonged to Mikey Boy, and we don't even remember the name of his team. What is it? Mikey Boy's Forever? Some, yeah, he doesn't even fucking call us and say, hey, check Mikey it out, Boy. I won. No, he's just, he gets his win and... No, we had. Didn't we have to give him two hundred bucks each? Seven hundred bucks each. Now, but that would have only been if he would have called in and talked about it. Yeah. Good point. No, it's so done nothing. It. That he was fined. Some pocket. <laughs> <laughs> he actually it's a league fine. Us. He owes us money. <laughs> you don't do a press conference after the season. You're fucked. <laughs> the Jets are getting fucking slammed for it. 
Mikey Boy owes me money. You know what I promised Mikey Boy was uh, a free cheeseburger and, and uh, potato skins. So I got you help covered. us out there, Hard Rock. <laughs> I got you covered. Don't worry. You on it? Yeah, even though my burgers are apparently overpriced, I'll get them one for free. Why, who said that? What? I don't know. I think Watley once. Oh, yeah. Oh, when we were doing battle. <laughs> oh, man. My overpriced hamburgers. What was that about? A homo homoerotic thing? Yeah, it was. Probably. It definitely I, was. I accept gay fez. I don't care. But he thinks I'm a homophobe, too. I don't know. Catholic Church gets passed. Hard Rock Johnny doesn't. I, I get know, tattooed, that's Johnny. That's a weird thing. I get slammed. On the daily people basis. who go out of their way to fucking make sure the gay marriage doesn't pass, they have him cheering and fucking throwing a pennant back and forth. Mm-hmm. Old Runkle Stillskin, uh, <laughs> he's on top of it. Speaking of Runkle Stillskin, so excited to see the Charlie Runkle fucking get together starting up Californication. Is that next week? Oh, uh, yeah, premieres on Sunday. Get me Sunday. all my fucking shows down. Line me up one show after another. Got your Californication, got your Shameless. And my House of Lies. Thank you. To be fun Showtime Sunday. That Showtime has some good stuff. You like that shit, Johnny? I wish that next week would be the start of our favorite show on Showtime again, but I guess we're going to have to wait another four or five months, six months for What's that. What's that? Come on. Who's the best show on Showtime? They're all good. I guess so. I just I miss Claire Danes on Sunday. Oh, I'm ready to take a break from her. Seriously. What? Watching my so-called life reruns. Come on, it's her They're first They're on Sundance. <laughs> they run them on Sundance all the time. I watched a classic 80s movie called Taps this weekend. What was Amazing. it? Taps. Oh, yeah, with uh, uh, Tim young Tom Sean, young Tom Cruise. Sean and Tom Cruise, who goes nuts and kills a bunch of... It's fucking shooters. beautiful, man! It's beautiful! beautiful. It's a, a late just gets night, better and better. I'm going out to see Jack Reacher right now during the show. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then there, there's a fucking part of the thing where this girl is like hanging off this cliff and he's crawling over and the other guy says, come on, Jack Reacher. Oh, my God. And every, everyone goes fucking crazy. They really put that in the movie? Yeah. Come they put on. it in the movie because it's cool. <sighs> like you like to say, badass. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not I think I'm a big fan of Jack Reacher. Give me the other Jack movie, Oblivion. When that comes you like out. fucking Jack Off films, is what you like. <laughs> fucking sit and just fucking go with them. Race. <laughs> Who's going to come first, huh? Centaur jacking. Human jacking. <laughs> I human jack, okay. my friend. Fucking a centaur probably couldn't jerk off. I mean, the fucking horse cock so far back there, and his fucking short human arms aren't gonna isn't gonna reach that big old horse cock. No, he doesn't have human arms. He has hooves. Yeah, he has hooves. No, a fucking centaur has human arms. Look. You know what? Why would I ever argue? Of course you know. <laughs> I'm just using logic. How else? No, no you're yeah, not you... using logic. You're remembering your own biological fucking line. No, see, check this out, right? This fucking guy has wow, arms. Is that you? No, it's not me. No, it's a fucking... great fucking <laughs> abs. It's an artist's rendition of a centaur. Of you. Of a centaur. But yeah, you're... the fucking centaurs can never jerk off. What a you could probably life. jack off with a front hoof if you're very careful. You're going to cut your dick up. Jeez. They are sharp, Fuzzy. Yeah. If you get kicked by a horse, you're in trouble. Fucking goddamn uh, horseshoe on that shit? I'm not fucking rubbing steel on my dick. 
Maybe, maybe when you're a centaur, you have a special thick dick that you know won't get cut. I don't care how thick the cock is. No one's gonna fucking rub a jagged piece of metal against it. I don't know if this is the kind of radio <laughs> I wish to be doing. <laughs> what if you lay it on your back? He'll try it. <laughs> lay on your back. Lay on your back, Jack. Oh, like He's all over your fucking dick. Uh, I don't think a fucking centaur can even lay down on its back. Fucking how human you, torso part will be all fucked up. How do you sleep? I don't know. Horses you can sleep, sleep standing, standing up. up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why you drink so much. So he just passes out. A horse yeah. never lays down. I've seen horses lay down before in movies and shit, but apparently, yeah, they. I think if they lay down for a long period of time, they get they're like fucked. That means they're like gonna die. How long can they lay down for? I don't know, like fucking <laughs> twenty minutes or so. <laughs> If you could lay down, why wouldn't you to do it to go to sleep? Here's a picture of a horse. Like they sitting. can't lay down and sleep, though. You'll never see them laying down and sleeping. No. They sleep standing up. That's got to be annoying. See, this is the... Yeah, that's one dead. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's not what you ever want to see a horse laying down. Horse on its side, it's you know it's dead. fucked. <laughs> it's over, man. Even when they're laying down, they look fucking really uncomfortable. They want yeah. to get up. It's like the worst thing to see. Is a horse laying down? Dumb fucking horses. That's like their last minutes. Yeah, this is like yeah, they're just waiting to die. You I ever know. notice how thin those stalls are? You can fucking lay down if you wanted to. They're almost <laughs> like they're in urinal stalls. <laughs> those well, poses where the legs are bent underneath them look even more uncomfortable. It's like fucking RG three. What you talking about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's that like, that means it's like there's something seriously wrong. I think this horse's ACL is fucked. Yeah. Well they they do. They lose the and they have to be shot all the time. Yeah, like even though it's like a fracture in the in the fucking leg, it's like, oh, this horse is as good as dead. I mean, how could something be that big and that fragile? That's well, what I don't the, fucking it, understand. It's the ankles. It's their ankles. They're so tiny and they're so heavy. Well, in racehorses, they used to be like sturdier. They used to be fucking stronger and shit, but there's like a lot of inbreeding and all like the special breeding. But even a regular, regular fucking horse. A regular fucking horse outside fucks up his leg. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to put one in your fucking brain right now. We used to be best friends. Now you're fucking dead. Dude. I'd be like, what? Over my foot? Yeah, man. You're, all you do is walk. That's literally all you're good for is fucking walking around and fucking carrying shit. That's your entire purpose. And if your leg's fucked up, you can't do that anymore, buddy. Now, uh, Hold on, Oscar. What's up? It's out of here. Hey, Oscar. Hey, Ronnie. The yeah. reason uh, horses don't sleep uh, laying down, they can lay down and do so quite often sometimes to kind of scratch their back and roll around and lay down. Oh, yeah, it's or tough. just when they're really tired. Uh, but uh, it's hard for bigger horses, mature horses, it's hard for them to breathe laying down because their 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 uh, their chest is so heavy and, and when they do lay down for long periods of time they'll actually lay completely uh prone or horizontal laying on their side now younger horses lay down quite frequently when they sleep but uh, once i didn't know that so big, yeah once you the ones like a cold or a bowl or something you'll catch them laying down faster all the time if, if they laid on their back i just put some wood there and said it's a new coffee table <laughs> um so if they slap laying down because of the size of their, their chest, they would die. Well, they just they 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 eventually get up because it's hard for them to breathe. They they can sit for like a little horse gets real real tired. I mean they'll they'll lay down. You know, in fact, when you can ride a horse till it'll it'll collapse and let and you know lay down and then you know that's the old wise tale that they say this old cowboy he rode his horse till it laid down and he built the fire underneath him and got the horse up so he could ride him some more. 
So, does uh, now do you own horses? Yes, sir. How many you own? I've got uh, five. You see, my father always said to me, "Never own something that eats while you're sleeping." Because they're expensive. Owning horses is expensive. Oh hell yeah, yeah. All you, I mean, you're more or less got five problems. Yeah. Five, five more mouths to feed. Jesus. You better be doing something with them. If not, they're real damn expensive. Just sit there and look at eating <laughs> shit. <laughs> all right, Oscar. Thanks, buddy. You got. I know they're expensive, and they're tough to take care of. I mean, you got to do shit with them every day. Oh, you know, you got to walk them around and stuff like that. Look like a pain in the ass. Let's yeah, everything's a pain in the ass. Let's get a cat. Fuck it. Well, you're going to fucking ride a cat around the goddamn canyons? No, but how often do you really got to ride a horse? If you're out in a, out west, you're going to ride it all the time. Oh, it's too fragile. Just give me a fucking ATV. I stole 200 pintos from uh, from the Indians. Jesus. There's a young horse in there. Um, Lance, you're on the Run Face show. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, Ron, Ron I, I used to have a buddy of mine at they studded horses out, and what they had, horses can't actually masturbate. What they'll do is they'll, they'll get a hard on, and they'll, they'll slap it against their, their belly until they actually ejaculate. They have to tie them down sometimes. Uh, actually, a horse cock has to be tied down. Right, so, so she's saying horses jack off by slapping their dick until they come? Yes, you're looking at porn. Like everyone does. Don't you? Sl- isn't that the way you jack off? Just <laughs> slapping your dick against your fucking belly. Um. Here's James. James, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, it's a good thing Fez. He doesn't have a gun because when your appendix went out, it would have been just one shot. Boom, Ronnie's gone. Fez is slowly killing me. That's his thing. <laughs> he he says Big Four will always get it done. Slow but sure. Um, Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. I wonder a good place to eat in San Francisco. I'm going to the Packer game there this weekend. All right, so you're a Packer fan? Yep. Yeah, um, then you'll probably just want to go to the supermarket, pick up some American <laughs> cheese and Wonder Bread. Yeah. I haven't been out to San Francisco... In a while, let me give this some thought, and we'll bring it up on the air. All right, all right. Yep, thanks. Uh, you guys so pumped up for this? Oh yeah, yeah. I actually bought my tickets on Wednesday, hoping they would go, and I paid off because tickets have doubled since they figured out who's playing. Nice. I bet. Who'd you buy it from? Local Forty Nine er fans? Uh, on StubHub. So yeah, it must have been. What it cost you? Uh, three forty a ticket, but I'm on the fifty yard line, about twenty rows up. Oh, that's pretty damn good. That's actually yeah, real yeah. good. Yeah, it's not New York prices. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. All right. So, what kind of food are you looking for? Uh, like a good steak place, maybe. Uh, why bother? I don't know. Well, it might be a good place to go. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Everyone always brings a steak. What the? What is the whole point of that? Something from, you know, San Francisco-based then. I don't know. I mean, everything that you could eat is steak. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you can't get a bad steak in this country. Um, all right, why don't you write to me at Ron and Fez at AOL, and I'm going to send you some places, all right? Matt? All right, cool. Thanks, Ron. Peace.
Right. Wait, hold on. Phil has something for you. Oh, he's already gone. Oh, come on, man. Hey, uh, Phil. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? He's gone? Yeah. What do you got, though? He's probably still listening. Uh, there's a place called Tommy's Joint. It's on Van Ness and Geary. It's been around since the 40s. It's a Hofbrau-style place. It's a San Francisco legend. Tommy's Joint. Tommy's Joint. All right. Uh, now, are you a Niners fan? I am. You ought to wait there with a fucking, just a sock full of hot nickels. Right? <laughs> right around the corner. Yeah. All right. Peace. Thanks, bro. Get yourself some tickets, dog. Who are you picking in that game? Oh, Jesus. Um... Give me the lines for next week already. Okay. I don't want your shitty picks. <laughs> I just want to know what the lines are. You got the Broncos favored by nine over the Ravens. Uh, the other Saturday game, 49ers favored by three over the Packers. Tight. For a home team like that. Then you go into Sunday Falcons, of course, at home, favored by two over the Seahawks. That opened at three. It dropped to two. And then the Patriots favored by... Nine and a half over the Texans for the Sunday afternoon game. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I still think that could fucking still be an even bigger blowout. <laughs> I think Belichick is going to go in there looking to embarrass these motherfuckers. They have already embarrassed themselves. All he got to do is show up. <laughs> Keith, you're on the run Fez. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, pal. Hey, I, I got a couple of suggestions if, uh, for that guy coming up to San Francisco. Okay. If, uh, if he's staying in San Francisco, there's the House of Prime. Which is on Broadway. It's an old time uh, steak joint. Uh, it's been around since the turn of the century. That sounds perfect for him. House of Prime. And House of Prime. And if you stay in Burlingame, there's Kincaid's by the Bay. Because that's right next door to uh, Candlecraft Stadium. Kincaid's? Yeah, Kincaid's by the Bay. It's, just, it's a waterfront seafood restaurant. All right, thanks. He's from uh, Green Bay, so I'm sure he's never eaten seafood in his life. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Come on, Green. Have some shrimp for your fucking self. None of that frozen shit. Get some prawns. Suck some brain juice. Shit's delicious. Why don't you have a show on the Food Network, the way that you're able to... Let's go brain juice with Chris. Wax on. Do we really have this guest coming in today? Yes. Yes, we do. This was, I think it was part of our, no, it certainly is part of our top ten, the only documentary that made it, uh, Searching for Sugar Man is the name of it. It's the story of a guy who made a couple of albums in the early 1970s. Kind of figure like he was a Bob Dylan meets uh, Marvin Gaye kind of a sound. Hardcore lyrics, anti-establishment lyrics for the times, but done with the Motown kind of sound in the background a little bit. So it's kind of folk meets Motown. You know, one of those things that's tough to, to explain the genre. Two albums come out. That's it. They don't work. He goes back to work in a regular job. All right. During this uh, time, he doesn't know it. People in South Africa are listening to the music. Now, the deal is 
South Africa was an apartheid state at the time, so there weren't people going back and forth. Before you know it, uh, he's one of the biggest artists that South Africa has ever been into. Of the two albums that he basically were throwaways for him in his personal life, where it didn't work commercially in the States. Yeah, they're not throwaways. I mean, that was his life's work, but people just didn't, uh, you know, distribute it in the States. They never got played here. They said if you lived over in South Africa, the chances are you own stuff like uh, Abbey Road, you'd own Bridge Over Troubled Waters, you'd own Rumors, and you'd own this guy's album that's awesome his name is rodriguez and the album was called cold fact he doesn't know it years and years go by and they have this whole kind of scene where you know he's this mysterious guy he killed himself on stage blah 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 <laughs> but he's as big they honestly said bigger than elvis is there bigger than the doors bigger than the stones Oh, my God. Because their music meant a lot to them during the apartheid time. Uh, and later when they found out, and he just was working construction. And uh, when he went back, uh, he was like a god there. A god. <laughs> he goes there, he's just selling shit out, just everyone's losing it. Yeah, a guy who never played big venues is selling out. And for the, it's just a phenomenal thing to say. It's just... A remarkable thing to see. Now, the first people who saw the documentary didn't know the whole backstory, and you think you're kind of watching. But CNN has done stuff on um, um, 60 Minutes and CBS Sunday Morning. Uh, it's So the story's out there. He's 70 uh, years old now, and uh, is kind of a, a rock star. That's the shit. This is an amazing fucking story. The, it is a beyond uh, amazing story. <laughs> it's so weird that South Africa, they blew up. And like you hear about maybe some bands like blowing up in Japan or whatever. You'll say, like, oh, they're huge in Japan. But South Africa, to hold on to this music and make him just gigantic is amazing. It's bizarre. Yeah, it is strange. And it's never happened like this before. <laughs> There's never been that thing. And now because of this movie, uh, and, you know, he has, like, somewhat of an Australia following New Zealand, but because of this movie, he's able to go and play shows everywhere now. That's awesome. Good. So we will be talking with Rodriguez. That's a cool name, just Rodriguez. Well, it's like Sixto Rodriguez, but I'm just going to call him Rodriguez. You think you being my producer and all, you'd look into some of this stuff? Oh, no, I know, but everyone calls him Rodriguez. Mm. Sure. I'd be all for that. Hell yeah. So, um, yeah, this is just a uh, remarkable, remarkable thing. We had this up in our filtered excellence on the iBang. Going all the way back to like July. This is super cool that he's coming in. Yeah, it is super cool. Maybe I ought to take my hat off so I don't look like such a crazy person. Oh, you look quite sane. 
the weird thing is that it makes you just see how close so many people come just a matter whether they get on TV or get radio play. That's the only difference. And then, bam, they're huge. They blow yeah, up. Yeah, that's all it takes. I mean, people don't make it. You don't make it without those things. So if he would have been played a lot here, he would have been just as big. And oh, the weird thing over there, though, he was banned. And it was like an underground scene until apartheid. Well, that's even fucking cooler. Just the people loved fucking Rodriguez. We ready to play one of his tunes, or are we going to hold off a couple minutes? Just hold off a couple minutes. You know, because the thing about it is, you never know when this guy's going to miss it, gonna disappear again for another four years. Oh, God, no, Rodriguez. Because it'll, it'll go down that way. Hey, did your new intern start this week? No, they're still waiting on background checks, so I think it'll be, it's going to be another week. I have to talk to the intern people today. They're giving me the goddamn runaround. Put Rob on it. I did. I told, I told Rob about it last week, but it's a new week, so start a new fucking battle with them. That's it. That's all I'm doing, just battling back and forth. But the thing is, it's their jobs to do the, uh, the background checks. Nobody else's. Yeah. Um, John, you're on the Run of Face show. Hey, Ronnie B., I had a, uh, a movie marathon in your honor this weekend. In 36 hours, I saw Argo, The Life of Pi, Django, and then to top it off, Jason Becker, uh, that uh, documentary. And I got to say, Jason Becker was the best. Well, that's very nice. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm no, glad that you hear that. Then that that'll probably win the Oscar for Best Picture over Life of Pi. Um, by the way, you can pick up the soundtracks to Searching for S Sugar Man. It's available in stores online through Legacy Recordings at Amazon.com. And you also need to see this DVD, Searching for Sugar Man. That comes out. Uh, Tuesday, January 22nd. Uh, I've explained some of the backstory to you, and now let's bring this gentleman in, Rodriguez. Isn't 
soldier that dies I wonder Will this hatred ever end I wonder And worry my friend Don't you Uh, that is Rodriguez from the album, uh, the soundtrack to Searching for Sugarman. That's available now in stores and online through Legacy Recordings at Amazon.com. And Searching for Sugarman comes out on DVD Tuesday, uh, January 22nd. People all over the country raving about this film and raving about this gentleman. It's great to have you here, Rodriguez. Thank you, Ron. Thanks for having me aboard. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing story about your life, but the thing that really touched me is the life of a song and what happens with a song. Um, because it's it's one thing, it's yours when you write it, it's yours when you record it, but then when you put it out into the world, it becomes something to everybody else. Yes, yes. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way for you to know, or any artist to really know, exactly the relationship people are going to have with your music. That's right. Uh, in the case of you, here's so many people that loved your music, uh, used it to help deal with apartheid, and fight back a, a, against apartheid. Against the system, yeah. Well, apparently so. Uh, that's the way I surfaced through South Africa as... Uh, as background music for their for their um, that history, yeah. And it is an amazing thing to think that you know, because you could think of it almost as the seed. You planted a seed with the with the song, but no way to understand what's going to what yeah. what that seed's going to grow into. Right. How, that, yes. And it's out of your hands, you know. It's, yeah. Totally. But it's like magic when you think about it. I think there's an element of magic in this story. Uh, it's uh, it, uh, one described as a phenomena, and I, I think that's all of it, rock and roll, fairy tale type of stuff. Yes, that uh, that 40 years later that this music would resurface again. So I thought that was kind of magical. Um, and it did seem like it fit you. It did seem like, in the terms of a timeline, you were ready for it. I'm ready for it, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, yes, I, I, all of that I feel was internship, <laughs> you know. So you just hang in there, everyone, and who knows, you know. They, there's uh, an old saying: "Don't leave before the miracle happens." Okay, nice. You know, right, that's a nice one. Yeah. And uh, you were able to hang in and and yes. wait for it. Well, I'm a solid seventy, so I'm uh, yes, I've done the forties, the fifties, sixties. 70s, 80s, 90s, zeros, and I'm, mm -hmm. work, and I'm working in the 10s just like everyone else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, where have you played now since uh, the story has come well, out? Well, let, let me brag about my resume. Um, yeah. 
a couple of days ago, uh, I played open for Earth, Wind, and Fire wow. for a private event, and and on Friday coming up, we're going to be doing the uh, Jay Leno show in in L.A. Wow! So we're going to do that with a, and and I have to meet the band yet, so I don't know what the presentation will be like. But do you know what song you're going to be doing? Yes, yet? I do actually. Uh, you can't get away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and you had the chance to do Letterman. I did it with a twenty-five piece orchestra. It, Ron, it would have been a powerful performance without me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have to credit Sherry who did the orchestration. Yeah, I never met her, but she's the one that did is responsible for the cellos and all the oboes, and it was just a powerful performance, you know. By you know, I had a great backup band there. <laughs> there is something about your. Music, of course, people react to, but there's also something about the way that you live your life. I see you wearing some kind of native, uh, oh yeah, uh, well, American stuff. Yes, uh, well, this was a choker. Right? They call yeah. some call it different names. Choker, yeah. yeah. I was given to by a Amer Native American Indian. Uh, he, he, uh, in, in Texas, you know, they come up. I meet the audience generally after the shows, and mm -hmm. we talk. They tell me their stories too, and and uh, and some give me things. So I wear it, and he said it would protect me. So uh, I'm. Protected, Ron. Is that right? Do you, do you like the, the, the kind of philosophy of what the Indians have and the oh, well, different type things? Um, if, um, if it's egalitarian, that everyone's equal, that kind of stuff, it's, as opposed to the, the hierarchies that they have, the pecking orders of, right. uh, of uh, England and of um, the religions. And so, yeah, I, I prefer everybody's got an equal say in this. Yeah, so that kind of... And Mex I'm Mexican. My mother and mm -hmm. father both Mexican. Uh, I was uh, born and bred in Detroit. I'm, uh, but uh, the Mexican peoples are indigenous peoples as well. It's uh, it's all been proven archaeologically. So the the, the, the Mexican people have been here for a long, long time. It oh, quite a has while, less yeah. to do with Spain <laughs> than exactly, sometimes yeah. we, they yeah. let on. Well, everyone's indigenous to something, you know. Right. Everyone's an Indian to, to their, you know, uh, grouping and etc. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> I am, uh, yeah, I'm urban. I'm, I'm from Detroit. Isn't that the interesting thing? Out of that whole thing, it turns out to be your story is a very urban story. Yes. And I love the fact that city people can kind of react to that all over the world, too. Yeah, yeah I know? think so. I'm comfortable in, in most urban areas, you know. We've seen major cities all over the world, and uh, so yeah, I kind of know my. I'm as opposed to being rural, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the same way. Yeah, you know, I, I'm. Yes, uh, it's really strange because living here in New York, people uh, come in, and people like from Tokyo or London, we're all comfortable together. Uh -huh. Sometimes more than we are in our own country in different parts. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, and so too, uh, I think that it tells us that we need that passport. You know it. That we don't have to worry about the domestic markets as much, because the other foreign market, yeah, overseas markets are, are, are there for for artists and and uh, musicians and you know. So. Now the the fact is the internet had a gigantic Total, part yes. to do with what you were doing, yes. but you were never on the internet. All this was happening. Your music was going around the world without you really knowing about it. That's correct. I. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm old century, you know, I, mm -hmm. I resisted the telephone, you know, the, I, where's the landline, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. where's the pay booth, you know, I do, <laughs> rotary uh, phone. yeah, well, see, like that, so I'm, I got one foot in the old world, you know, uh, both of them, actually. And but, you were uh, working, um, uh, demolition, I, demolition, I, yes, I, I 
What I do is I take out the walls and the ceilings and the floors and the pipes and the wires and, and get it prepared for the carpenters and the electricians and the plumbers. And that's what I do. And carry out all the debris as well. So Now, when were you able to quit that job? Um, what, uh, pretty much after, uh, uh, after the tour in, in South Africa. I, I've been touring since then. Uh, I've, t I've toured South Africa four times, Australia four times, and other countries, Wales and London... Um, Such Ireland. a remarkable story. Oh, One of my favorite things, too, is that your children got to see this. You got four, be uh, three beautiful daughters. Thank you, sir. And throughout the film, as you're watching it, they're seeing their father through the audience's eyes in a way that kids just don't have that opportunity that was a special they're the highlight of, of my life beyond the the film too but uh, now they're film stars in that sense you know they and they have helped me through this whole thing so that was a <clears throat> great surprise and, and uh, to share with them just so they can see it you know uh there are scenes when you uh guys are invited to um south africa and limos pull up, oh, yeah. and they don't know this kind of lifestyle no, exactly. their whole life. Yeah. And they go, and 5,000 people oh, are cheering yes. for their father. Oh. And it's it's madness. Yeah, uh, yeah well, uh, musical anyway. It was, uh, <clears throat> yes, and so I, w I was happy to, to share that with them, yeah. You and, know, I was thinking about your story, too. Uh, when I was growing up, we used to... Uh, listen to Doors music, uh -huh. and the, the, the rumor that went around then was Jim Morrison was still alive. Oh, in, okay. in your case, the kids in South Africa <laughs> yeah. were listening to you. they got to get these rumors right. Yeah. You know, hey, you the guys. Rumors <laughs> that, that you were, had died. It was the exact opposite yeah. thing that was well, going on. It was a pretty turbulent time, those, those, you know, the 70s. And, yeah. Uh, women's rights was, were, you know, sure. starting and all that. And all those things. And now we look like they're going backwards again or something. You know, like right. we're going to have re-catched up again. So uh, It's always <clears throat> a struggle, right? The struggle yes. never ends. And I am uh, describe myself, Ron, as a musical political. Um, so these, these social scenes, uh, you know, social issues that affect me, you know, I... I respond to that. And that's where your music came from. Now, the other interesting thing about the film is I had no idea that there were any white people who didn't like apartheid. <laughs> so that was amazing for me to oh, see. exactly. <clears throat> In that film, it shows you a glimpse of that period of history yeah. in South Africa. Yeah, and it was uh, all I knew about South Africa is the boycott, that all the nations were boycotting. Right. And that's about the extent... Of, of anything that I knew of South Africa. So it was all very... I had heard about Steve Burko and, of course, Sharpsville and Soweto, you know, those mm -hmm. kinds of things. But I never was, quote-unquote, devolved, per se, in it, you know, but just, oh, that's the news. You know, it's like Syria and Darfur and Iraq right. and Afghanistan. What's going on over there? You know, it's just... You don't never know. And they say in, the, in war, the first uh, casualty is the truth, you know, so... So yeah, those kinds of things. What is you know? I, that's why I want to get to the truth. What is right. it about? You know, uh, the truth seems to be in your music too, Rodriguez. Now, the soundtrack is available. Mm -hmm. uh, searching for Sugar Man, it's available now online through Legacy Recordings and at Amazon. Like, yes. 
Uh.com uh, and the DVD comes out January 22nd. But your music is all through the film. Uh, what was that like for the first experience for you to go into and see yourself up? I guess Sundance was the first yes, we, big place. That it opened in, at the Sundance Film Festival, and we we had quite a few screenings there. And But into the film, uh, Malik Benjaloo's film, Searching for Sugar Man, is, he's a self-made director. It's his first film. Uh, <clears throat> he, he and Camilla, the cinematographer, were the only two that put that film together in some other film clips, of course. But... Uh, and I didn't have anything to say about who he interviewed, where he went, what was said, because it's totally his film. I, mm -hmm. I didn't, so I'm audio, and so I didn't even pick the songs, you know. So he did that. So, so I, I can't take the credit for the. But when you the, sat down and watched, but, oh yeah, to hear yeah. it, yes, it's amazing. When you sat down <clears> and watched it, listened to it for the first time, oh yeah, um, and also gives you a chance to sneak looking in at your audience that South. African yes. audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the glimpses of them and yeah. the, the glimpses of apartheid and, uh, let's see, the issue of uh, censorship. Mm -hmm. And so and I, all this thing was very revealing to us. And uh, he interviewed Steve Rowland, who I hadn't talked to in 35 years. And so all that he was pulling together on his own. And I, I wasn't even knowledgeable about it. And so it's totally his film. And it's getting, and it's up for an uh, Oscar nomination. So it's documentary of the year. So. Phenomenal. Yes. And it's all his work, so yeah, I'm I'm in it eight minutes. I do my own stunts in it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard from a lot of other musicians about this now? To... I've I've been lucky to meet a lot of them now. Yeah, a, a few of them, and and um, it's um, um, and I met Donovan at at the Sundance, and I consider it more just like a uh, conference as opposed to just uh, films and things. You know, it was. Uh, where people can can meet and uh, make plans, you know, and so, uh, and it's it's rewarding that way. Yeah. What did uh, Donovan have to say about oh, the he, film? He gave us his blessing. Wow. Uh, he, you know, um, it was very much the superstar, and I think he's more Donovan now than he was when he was making himself Donovan. You see, is that right? I think we all want to be something. I think we become what it is that we seek to be. Yeah, I, they, that's why they say, pretend, uh, careful who you pretend to be, because that, you know, will be it sooner or later. Um, the beauty of this, too, is, like, you brought up that you're 70 years old. I'm solid 70, yeah. So's Mick Jagger, oh, and he's out doing it. So's Paul McCartney, <laughs> and well. he's out doing it. And we used to think of rock and roll at one time as youth music, oh, exactly. but now... It's because we had nothing else to compare it <laughs> They're to. extending that now. Yeah. <laughs> that Self, generation self serving yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's never too early, never too late, it seems. Uh, you know, and, uh, yeah. Would you uh, would you have rather life worked out differently, or are you oh, happy the way that it is? Um, the hypotheticals. Uh, no, yeah. It's just the way it is, and so, yeah, I have to go with that, and so... But yeah, everybody, you know, I wonder if, you know, I think it's all working out well, as it is. It, it does, but there, the interesting thing, too, is like you got a chance to get around a lot of stuff and, and, and show back up uh, 
with your lifetime wisdom. You didn't have to go through a lot of things in public the way a lot of oh, artists do. Yes. And I was thinking about that with your daughter. Here you had the chance to raise these three beautiful, exactly. grounded girls Thank you very much. who could appreciate yeah. life. Well, when you know what happens a lot of times if you're raised around fame yes, and fortune. Yes, I, I, that it can be destructive. I mean, I'm sure, you know, it's just... Uh, some, and also, some people cannot leave that persona on stage. They have to carry it with them right. throughout. Or they are the story, and that makes it uh, hard to get away from that. Or they live their life so openly that it's... it's uh, yeah, and and so depressed too. You know, it's, it's they're ever wanting a story. So it's. Uh, I I asked, uh, I met uh, Alec Baldwin, and uh, he he helped me get get a gig as well. And uh, um, I told him, "You're a famous man," and he says, uh, "That's a double-edged sword." So I go with that. It says it's uh, right edges. You know. Well, the beauty of this, the thing that was able to become famous and grow on their own, is your art. Your art you. had a chance to go out there. Yeah. And the real power of this film, to look back at it, it's not about hype and it's not about the machinery, but it's about that mysterious thing that a song can connect with people. Um, and that's beautiful. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> music is, uh, is, is that uh, art form that I, I chose because, I, and through the protest song, um, of folk music, I, I I found I could write these issues about uh, police brutality and government repression, and and it's hard to do that kind with lyric, and you know without you know offending a lot of people too. Sure, know. they're going to be a, there a lot There's, of yeah, a lot of people have to be offended, and that's that. exactly what <laughs> you know? correct again. Yeah, they, they should hear this out. Masters know? of War should not work. <laughs> oh, for what a people. wonderful song! Yeah, yeah. I mean. Wonderful song in, 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 in creation, you know, and that's the subject, you know, I mean, geez, you know, and, and so too, um, I think there has to be an end to the violence. I know there has to be an end to the violence, and so with all, you know, so yeah. And uh, a little at a time, and certainly not without the magic that we talked about, and also not without music. It's the, it, I, I think the beauty of music is that it keeps people alive in ways that they don't even understand. And that's what this film kind of shows, that people that were in a really hard spot could own that album uh, as much and, and, and gain from that the way they could any spiritual book that's ever been written. Yes, I think Dylan's writings, uh, Simon Garfunkel's, Neil Young's writings, uh, uh, Barry McGuire's The Eve of Destruction, those helped the songs helped us get through that those moments of uh, in America and so that South Africa used my songs for their cause. I, I was very honored by that. And all those people that you brought up, Neil, Paul Simon, they're all <laughs> yeah. still out there, man. They're all, they're all out still there. doing it. Uh, yes, exactly. So I don't think you should yeah, it's something you have to give up either. If you see one uh, film this year, make it uh, well, Searching for Sugar Man. It's out on DVD, and you can pick up the soundtrack for Searching for Sugar Man. That's available right now in stores and online at Amazon.com. Rodriguez, what a pleasure, my friend. I'm Thank so you, sir. You. Thanks for the opportunity to interview. And uh, I hope to see you next time coming through, and best of luck with everything. Sugar man, won't you hurry? 
Cause I'm tired of these scenes For a blue coin Won't you bring back All those colors to my dreams Silver magic ships you carry Jumpers Coke, Sweet Mary Jane Sugar Man, Metaphor's friend On a lonely dusty road Lost my heart when I found it It had turned to dead black coal Silver magic ships you carry Jumpers, Coke, Sweet Mary Jane Sugar Man, you're the answer That makes my questions disappear Sugar Man, cause I'm weary Of those double games I story huh amazing that rodriguez is the man i just uh i can't imagine that you find out like in your 60s hey dude you've been a uh a rock and roll star for the last 30 40 years and they think you're dead come on it's gonna blow their minds and the weird thing in the movie is he just shows up and crushes it like <laughs> he is a guy who's living in this little house i don't think he owned a car or anything walking around detroit working like these really rough demolition uh jobs and they said oh you have an audience over here and he's like oh it's great man cool and he's like no we really want you to come over and do these shows and he's like well i don't have a 
a band, you know, I'll come yeah. over, but I, I haven't played with a band of, of any kind in like 30, 40 years. And they go, we got a band, don't worry, we know the music. <laughs> and he shows up and there's 5,000 people going ape shit. Like, it takes 10, 15 minutes of starting to, before, of they're just playing the opening riff and the people are just Lose it. losing it. And he's just kind of like laying back. But you look at him and in his face, like, there was no worries. He was very beatific about it. And his daughter's like, it's like that's who he was. He wasn't the dude that raised us and worked every day. He was really a rock star in his, like, soul. That's it's a really crazy story. And one I've never heard of before. And the weird thing... Is like there's a lot of people out there that are famous just for being famous, you know. This is like the exact opposite. <laughs> They're famous because they work hard at it and they'll do whatever. Yeah, work, you know, work the system, whatever. Fucking promote. Yeah, I mean, you shit. want them to be in a reality show, they'll do it. You want them to do a commercial, they'll do it. You want them to be on a game show, they'll just keep trying to do anything to stay on TV. And this dude, it happened without him even knowing it. But the second, like, they said, oh, show up and do this thing, he was like, yeah. No nerves. Just like, cool, yeah, okay. He's fucking, he was just, a, him just being here, he's a cool dude. I mean, it's it's fucking crazy where he just leaves the demolition job and goes straight out to the stage. And he kills it. And then the weird thing is he had to go back, too, you know? <laughs> and, like, one of the fun things is, like, they do interviews with the guys that he, that he was working with. <laughs> the other construction uh, yeah, dudes. man. And they're like, you know, he's his own kind of cat to begin with. But then he's like, oh, you know, they're talking about me on the internet, man. And they're like, yeah, sure they are. Sure, Rodriguez. You know, and I'm going to South Africa to do a show. They're like, okay, great. It must sound crazy for the guy that's fucking it would knocking be down crazy. walls to say that to It you. would be crazy. Because he lost his mind? Wait, no, he's It would be almost there. because it's so forgotten about. It's like nothing that you're working on <laughs> that hit. It's like if you found out something that you and your buddies did when you were younger took on a life of its own, like, oh, remember those fucking videos that we made that yeah. we were kidding around with? Well, we found out they're big in Czechoslovakia. Huge, man. And you go over there, and you're like Monty Python to those people. Oh, my God! Look who's here! Would you be able to handle it? Just act like, yes, hey, good to see you, everybody. It's so outrageous, like, outrageous thing to happen. Just, you know, you're seven years old and you blow up. That Maybe that makes it easier? Because you've already lived your life, and this is just, well, like, fucking cake? Like, this is just, like, you're the shit now? Yeah, like, you can't sit around and go, oh, look, he's hanging around too long, because he ain't had any of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he wants to do this till he's 98, he should. Go for it, man. That's really cool. The thing is, uh, the he's, like, a beautiful dude. Like, you can see that. Just from him coming in here. It's like when they would give him money over in South Africa, he was just handing out to his family and friends. Like, that dude is like, got like a wood burning stove in his house. What? And he's like, yeah, I'm cool with that. That's great. He doesn't need shit. He doesn't need nothing. That's what makes him the fucking man. They have to deal with all this shit. That's what makes you the man when they can't make you or break you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just whatever. Cool. If it works out, it works out.
that is everything that's cool. And the fact of the matter is, like, this wasn't like some pop songs, you know, man. This is basically Re revolution music. Yeah, fucking kind of like a Marley thing going on with him. Um, here's uh, John. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, could you put him in the category of the very few music musicians that are in it for the music, not the fame or the money? Well, that's a really interesting thing, but I think the weird thing about music is that everybody's in it for the music. Like, they pay a lot of attention to the fame and the money, but I've never met a musician in my life that doesn't love music. You know, who doesn't love making music. Every producer and musician that's come in here legitimately believes they're making that's their art that's that's they're doing what they love and yeah and in some ways like what they don't even have a choice you know like you could talk to most musicians and they'll be like you know when i was nine years old if i can knew you know what i mean or i was 14 i was doing this and then all of a sudden my you know uncle gave me a keyboard and i knew it you know, they didn't know where they were going to be with it or what they were going to be doing. It. They're going to be playing it forever. But there's a lot of guys, 30s, 40s, 50s and beyond who go to jobs and then at night go out and play music places. And they do it because they love playing music. Yeah, they grind it out. You're saying grind it like it's a thing. It's like a pleasure to them. It's like a pleasure to play music. I don't know why everything always has to be this thing of, oh, you have to reach some other point rather than that moment Just with your music. happy with what you're doing. That's how you are with radio. You just love it so much. Fezzy, Fezzy's like, give me that fucking mic. I'll fucking crush it today. He wants to just fucking gobble it up. Fantastic right. four, big four flying in. Right, like a fucking slut. A male slut. Is there such a thing as a male slut? Male prostitute, right? Or a male tw a twink? A twink looking for cash, working a guy over, I guess. That would be a male slut? A male slut, yeah. Isn't See, I thought, I thought a slut was just wanted it. I thought you had, to take money made you a whore. But I didn't think a slut was in it for the money. They would, were in it for the insatiable sex. But here's the thing. Would you take money for sex? No, I wouldn't take money for sex. Why not? Get paid, son. No, because then I do, then I'm at the whim of what they want to do. Well, 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 first of all, that's crazy because think of how many people get paid, but you're not at the whim of them. You can come and go. It's just like if you're the pool man, you don't have to go there every fucking day. You go over when you're like, yeah, I'm a pool man. Schedule some shit. You decide I don't want clean pools anymore. You don't have to. So, like, if you already enjoyed it, and then you would offer money, would you take it? If I if I enjoyed it, yes, but I don't want to put. That's just you're a whore. You just admit it that you're a whore and you're taking money for sex. Prostitute. Whores. You're a whore. I got to use a bad word here. Whore. <laughs> Fez, I wouldn't mind saying you were sugar man. Oh yeah, yeah, great hair, cool necklace. That's his like that way he's dressed, man. He just walks all around Detroit like that. It's awesome. Some really like crazy sections of Detroit. It's like Desperado and shit. I know. He came he with was. the fucking guitar too. He was. He just travels everywhere with his guitar. He says to remind him that he's a musician. Look who it is. It's Lady Trucker. You're on the Run of Fest show. 
Lady truck. LT. She's gone. Like that. I'm sure she had something really good to say, too. Oh, yeah. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> yes, lady trucker. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> she's probably she's swerving out of the way of a deer or something. That's probably why she couldn't. She's never been a million and a half miles without an accident. Fez drove three blocks and hit a fucking dude walking down the street, walking his bike. Poor Victor. To the Victor go the spoils. Definitely. Especially Lord Sugar Zone. man. I don't want to jinx it, but I haven't heard from Victor or anyone representing Victor. Well, Jinx is in play now. Yeah, what if he's dead? What if he's in a coma? Oh, God. Then I'm sure I'll be contacted shortly. He hardly even lived. He was just trying to get a video game. And there's no way I'm going to be able to say, well, no, he signed off medical treatment, and that'd be fine. Man, everything is like, uh, fucked up with our stuff today. So many people wrote in to me. Jesus. The channel, online, the mobile app. I've got word from across. It's like a whole, like all wide. It's, it's, everything's getting affected. That shouldn't make us feel any better. Bad out there on the internets. Kathleen from the Bronx loves Rodriguez and love the doc. And she's like, it always amazes me that Hicks and Fez never see the docs when you do. How come? Well, you guys always says it's easier to do less work. No, I never say that. What never. do you say then? <laughs> There's one copy of the screener. I have to give it to Ron. You got it now. You're going to watch it now? Oh, yeah, definitely. You bet you won't. I'm going to watch it. This fucking movie sounds awesome. It is awesome. Hell That's yeah. why you're not going to watch it, probably. <laughs> it's good? No thanks. Um, Here's Dean. Pittsburgh, you're on the run Fez show. Hey, Fez. Uh, you should hope that Victor's dead. Because if you kill him, you only pay him once. If you hurt him, you pay him forever. Where did Fez go? I don't know. This is a mystery right now. I have no idea where he would have went. Pips, does Fez go over with you? Does he visit you in there? Sometimes he does. Did he go over here this time? No. Oh, wait, yes, here he comes. Because we don't have any more guests coming, right? No. Just ask him why he's in there instead of in here. He just ran out of here. <laughs> Did he even say anything to you? No. <laughs> Fez, where do you go during the show? What happened, Fez? Well, we mentioned the doc, uh, Sugar Man, and then I remembered that I left it sitting in the hallway along with the soundtrack when I was getting it signed by Rodriguez. And I'm like, now that's sitting out there, someone's going to come along and just grab it. Did they? No, it was still sitting where I left it. Sure, because no one Good. here's a thief. We all work together. Us, ONA, the Shade Guys, uh, the Murray Brothers Caddyshack radio hopefully, channel. Hopefully, hopefully. Don't be hoping. It's a done deal. Fuck yeah. All right, so we're going to now have a nice, long, cool studio. Yeah, once this wall goes down. 
What's up waiting for? Why don't you just start doing it during the show? Should have asked Rodriguez for some help. Knock this fucking wall down. Like, dude, you've been doing this for a while. He could take this fucking building down in seconds. <laughs> she just gave him a crowbar. Like, go to work, dude. Put that guitar down for a minute. Well, look who it is. Matt from Afghanistan. What hey. up, buddy? Oh, shit. Welcome back. Oh, my God. Thank you. You'll never guess what the fuck I'm doing. What's that? I, uh... I hopped off post, went to Philly, catching a flight to Surprise Brook. And then we always agreed that we were going to get a dog, a little Boston Terrier. So I arranged for some dude to, to meet me at the airport with, like, a full breed that I'm buying. Jeez, and my wow. buddy picked me up. I know. <laughs> That's a wild so shit. It's fucking nuts, right? So, so how's things going for you, man? It's weird as it's, it's fuck. I feel like... Uh, bit of a tourist to my own country honestly and i was having trouble sleeping for a while because the adjustment is just really bizarre but you know i'm doing cool the doctor lady gave me some ambien and said i was an insomniac but whatever uh so just returning from afghanistan to here just too weird for you huh a bit weird i yeah. feel weird and then like if you notice like i'm kind of talking fast now and i've noticed i do that with everybody and right. I feel like I can't quite catch myself. So, pardon me. Uh, Go ahead. You talk as fast as you want. Here's the yeah, thing. You don't even understand. It's been weird. It, the U.S. is weird for us, even the ones who stayed. It's just yeah. gotten weird, uh, man. It's fucking odd. I yeah. think, like, commercials got, you know, obviously worse. And fucking just people didn't slow down. And everybody's just, I don't know, caught up in their own shit. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. I felt like I was used to this slower pace. You know, previously over in Afghanistan, which was kind of weird, you know, to think about. But So you kind of think of yourself as an Afghanistan homeboy right now. Yeah, dude. I'm kind of an OG. Yeah. I'm the shit over there. <laughs> God damn I got some really fucking funny stories to tell you guys. Uh, I hope I can come up and visit sometime. Yeah, anytime, man. There was some, like one time I got really sick. I remember, I didn't realize you could robo-trip. Uh, it just wasn't something I did. And so I accidentally drank too much Robitussin. Well, that was the night that Taliban came to capture Prince Harry. And I remember fucking walking around like a robot, kind of tripping balls. Everybody's <laughs> out because the Taliban came. That's just one of the fucking billion funny little stories. But were, were you seeing Prince Harry around a lot? You know, I never met the dude. I'm pretty sure he just hung out in the officer's quarters yeah. and drank beers. That's what you I know. would do. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad, right? But Well, we're glad oh. you're back, bro. And yeah, stop by anytime, man. Yeah, thank you. I'm a, I got this flight here very shortly. Um, I'm going to go get a beer myself and then get on it. All right, but wish you the idea. best. And uh, I'll let you guys know how this goes with Brooke. Oh, we can't wait to hear about it. Good luck with the dog. Yeah, getting a, giving her a dog. Yeah, what am I doing? Right? I, I don't know. I don't like the idea. <laughs> but that's you, man. You got to do your thing. Yeah, that's how I do it. All yeah. right. Well, cool, man. I love you guys. I and just want to Same here. Peace Take out, care. Matt. All right. Later. There's our buddy Matt from Afghanistan. He's fast talking back from <laughs> Afghanistan. Fresh off a robo trip. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I stay away from any kind of cough medicine. Last time I was sick, when I missed like uh, that day or whatever, uh, I was just spent the entire week in quarantine drinking fucking um, Dayquil. Mm -hmm. It's speed. 
and I've fucking it's it's a drug. Yeah, it and makes the, you want to pull your own skin off. And the Nyquil just puts you down. It's just a downer. <laughs> and I've rolled a trip before. Ate like twenty or thirty core scenes. It was a trip for like fucking four hours. I was fucked up. You honestly feel like you're tripping? You're tripping. It's it's it was like some sort of fucking weird disassociation with reality and there's like trails and shit. And then imagine that and the Taliban actually does show up. It's not the hallucination. How do we know though? I mean I was just agreeing with him. But I don't know who showed up there. He always looks over at you like This is happening. Mm-hmm. This is happening. Sugar Man! That's my dude right there. Looking desperado. He should be chilling with Robert Rodriguez. I was like Edward James Almost. Welcome, my friend. <laughs> Isn't Edward James Almost on the new season of Joe Schmo? I think he is. What? Yeah, new season of Joe Schmo is on um, Spike TV. I, th it, I think it premieres maybe this week. And they put through him in there. Why would he be in there? Just as like a um, burnt out actor. Who uh, is trying to become a fucking um, bounty hunter? Oh, man. A lot of people are. Uh... Oh, I'm thinking of Lorenzo Lamas, excuse me. Yeah, I get those you're two not mixed even up. Making any fucking sense. You're not making any sense at all. Looks good, though. I want we break here. Yeah, we should we break. We haven't broke at all. Uh, it is the Run and Fez show. Appreciate you guys being around. I know you're having all kinds of technical problems today, but from what we understand, it's across the board. That's the word I'm getting. So I'm getting from the brass. All right. And he's got brass in pocket. Uh, we haven't even gotten into any news stories today. What's in your head for today, Hit Chris? Well, um, remember the Jamie Kennedy fucking clusterfuck New Year's Eve? Yeah. He's come out and explained what exactly happened. Okay. Which I found interesting. And what about you, Fez? What's going on in Fez's world? Uh, the very nice gesture of J.J. Uh, Abrams letting the dying fans see the new Star Trek movie. Okay. Um, two big debatable things. We're going to be going back and forth like that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I think it was a shitty move for him to do that. It was. Now what's the guy got to live for? <laughs> well. uh, back in just a couple of moments. Ron and Fez. Ron Bennington, Fez Wally. This is the Ron and Fez Show. More next.
It's around the Fed show. I want to thank my special guests, Alabama Shakes, for being in here with me today. Fez Watley says it's stick time. The, uh, J.J. Abrams uh, let a dying fan get to see the brand new Star Trek movie, which is due out this coming summer. So, uh, they, the guy uh, actually passed away since seeing the film. It was the last thing he got to do in life. And, but him and his wife had sent a voicemail to the producers, got a r- very rough copy of it, had to sign a few hundred uh, non-disclosure agreements before he saw it, and then got to watch the Star Trek film that he was a big fan of. Now, I was thinking, what if this film had just been bad? If you just... you well, went We through, don't know. Maybe it was. Well, the, his family said he loved it, that he really enjoyed it. But if the last thing you did on Earth was sit through a really bad movie, this really could have gone bad the other way. You're right about that. Well, it must have been real shitty. It was none of the CGI was probably done. This thing that is six months to go or whatever. I don't it's think it was soundtracked. You're, you're getting to see it first, though. You're seeing it the way the Hollywood people do. Uh, I guess it's like a daily or some shit. Yeah. And I still would have let some uh, spoilers out. I mean, what are they going to do to you at that point? Go after the family. How about just be classy? Someone does something <laughs> nice for you. You don't fuck with them. It'd be really hard to resist not telling some people about it. <laughs> and just inviting everybody in the neighborhood over, too. Oh, God. You're like worst dying person ever. Come on, Abrams is doing a classy thing, a nice thing. And then uh, why would you fuck him over? Just not being able to resist. Oh my God, Fez, that's being that big of a Star Trek fan that you go ahead and just maybe accidentally blurt some things out about what happens to Spock. Um, big Fez Watley has a stick. Um. Steven Soderbergh said that his uh, Liberace HBO biopic... Show business news with a big stick, huh? Yeah, I guess. Um, He uh, uh, said that this was too gay for movie theaters. That he took it around to different studios. Nobody was going to make this because it was way too gay. And he said this after Brokeback Mountain. So this thing has got to really... I'm very excited about it. It's got to be really, really gay. I mean, if you've, if you've got uh, Heath Ledger bending over Jake Gyllenhaal in a tent, Jeez. and that's not what? too gay for theaters. What the fuck? This must be amazing what they do with Michael Douglas and Matt Damon. Amazing. We think it's gay porn? Well, that's what I... I don't understand how it could be too gay. The birdcage wasn't too gay for movie theaters. Oh, that was like a silly comedy. This is also could have been a bigger budget. And we're like 9 and 18 years beyond that. I, I don't understand what you mean. Well, the birdcage came out like 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. They might think this is a different climate. Oh, well, yeah, um... I mean, I don't know exactly how this biopic plays, but Soderbergh said that, you know, there's laughs in it. Well, there's laughs in Brokeback. 
Remember sniffing that shirt? That was hysterical and kind of creepy. That was the saddest part. What was said? Well, that his lover oh. was gone, and all that he had left was the smell of cum. Just the scent of him on uh, that was left on that shirt. Cum shirt. Go. What's wrong? I don't want to think of another man smelling cum. Not feeling too well anyway. Big Fez Watley's got the stick. This morning. So I can't wait. So I can't wait to see what Michael Douglas and Matt Damon actually are doing this. Told us. Was Liberace a fucking what was he, like just an entertainer or like was he a musician? Piano player. Piano player. Piano player. Okay. That's cool. Had a TV show and then did specials. Had a TV show in like the 50s, but he what? lived to like Holy the fucking shit. 90s. Fucking Liberace, old school gay. And then never- First of all, no, he never said he was gay. You'd think Fez would hate him for the Harvey Milk slight, but he never said he was gay even when he had AIDS. Fuck, man. None of those old dudes ever said they were gay. Like, I don't know where this starts from. <laughs> I like a lot of chicks. Do you, Liberace? And when his boyfriend sued him for palimony, he said it was all just a lie. He said it was his pal. Maybe. <laughs> he puts the pal of palimony. Maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe he wasn't gay. Maybe he was asexual. Big Fez Watley's got to stick today with Hollywood news. At the mall of Louisiana, uh, there was a. Uh, Flash mob shows up. Thing goes horribly wrong. And um, so it turns into a mini riot with uh, over 200 uh, teenagers in a brawl. Yeah, I'm reading the comments on that right now. They're not using the word teenagers, though. The... Oh, come on. And then I, ha- I had this going on with my uh, family. They're worried that the six-year-old uh, has a weight problem at this point. I notice. She's a fat girl. She's a fat girl. I saw when she came up here. She was the one that ate the two pieces of pizza. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And they're, like, worried about her appetite and can never get enough to eat at dinner. Yeah. She's gonna be massive. I think I think six is a little bit young to be worried about this, Can I tell this you problem. At six, this time. six is a little bit young to weigh two hundred pounds still. Oh. She's not quite there How yet. How much is how much do you think she is? Oh, I don't know. Um sixty? No way. She's gotta be one forty, one fifty. She was a big girl. I don't yeah. think she's uh, broken triple digits yet. I don't know. She was thick. She was housing that pizza. She was. She gets really hungry, has very big breakfasts. Maybe she's a pothead. This is like a peek behind the curtain with Fez Watley. So I was just thinking that this is too young to be worried about this. How, I mean, how young do you have to be if you have bad nutrition? <coughs> well, I mean, she's... She doesn't, you know, she doesn't get, like, candy. How do you know? If she weighs that much, she might be getting it at school. 
Because I was talking to her mom about it. And the doctor was like, are you, uh, are you watching her portions? Are you giving her sweets? He'll follow her the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some... How old is she? Six. When a six-year-old girl sits down and eats two gallons of fucking <sighs> strawberry ice cream, I'm worried. She's binging, Fez. And don't look like she's purging either. No. She could use a purge or two. I saw her give herself an enema with some chocolate syrup. Oh, it's too thick. There's no evidence of that. There is. Nasty. There's chocolate dripping down her pants. Big smile on her face. Big Fez Watley has a stick today. Um, More dead people uh, shot in Aurora, Colorado. Oh, that poor town. Just off, so this was after a standoff with police Saturday night. And so more shootings there. Uh, police shot the guy as he started firing at them from a window at a private home. Only good people with guns can stop bad people with guns. It's the only way to stop them. Or kindness. So once the police got in, they found three more bodies in there. Besides, facts are coming fast and furious. And that was all I had. Oh, I'm come sorry. on, dude, stay with it. You got plenty. Go over to the eye bank. Opinions, not facts. Well, I just, you know, it's like this little town could help lead, you know, gun control efforts. With the violence they've seen. Nobody knows. Alright, this is the Ron and Fez show on a Monday. How about with you, Hicks? You want to take the stick for a second? I'll fucking rock it. Okay. I'll rock it like a fucking creep. <laughs> Alright, uh, Jamie. <laughs> like a creep? Yeah, like a fucking creep. Fucking funny. <laughs> I'm going to start using that now. So for our New Year's, Jamie Kenny had that ridiculous break, clusterfuck of a New Year's Eve show. So New York Times caught up with him and asked him, so, like, what happened? Why, why did this thing fucking fall Why did you apart? guys blow so bad? <laughs> uh, Jamie Kenny says, it was supposed to be like that. We wanted to make almost an anti-New Year's Eve show. And the recipe calls for unexpected. We had an open bar for our guests, and we were unrehearsed. It was not glamorous. And then he goes on to say, you know, this is great for me, because who was talking about Ryan Seacrest's uh show and that uh, he's going to be doing it again next year some casino sponsoring it or whatever this is awful because the guy's basically this guy's getting heat for saying yeah we didn't do any work or fucking plan anything out Good. and we want it to be as terrible as possible that's America now as bad but as it, it gets it some of people like love it it's the flow it's common fucking shit it was fun, yeah. fun to watch, sure, I guess as a clusterfuck and just to see how bad it got no one watched it, they're watching it online yeah, now. yeah, the YouTube, yeah it's fucking unbelievable. Jamie Kennedy, shame on you. And shame on all of us for fucking en enjoying this fucking shit. Jeez, you're, you're fucking coming down from Mount Olympus with this today, huh? That's right, yeah. This is bullshit. Uh, Steve in New Orleans, German Fez. Steve, lost you, buddy. Uh, let's go over to Jeff. Jeff and Callie, you're on Run Fez. 
Ronnie, I got a spy report. Spy report? Spy report? Spy report. Yes, I have a spy report. Spy report. <clears throat> Ron, a young Fez Wadley showed up on The Biggest Loser last night in the name of Washington. Did anybody see it? No, this is going to be hard to believe, but we don't sit around watching Biggest Fucking Loser on a football weekend. Have you seen any of these, Hicks? I don't know. Never, never seen it. Is the guy's name Washington? Freddie Boom Boom. Whoa. Let me guess. Gay guy. Oh, it has to be, right? Yeah, like anyone who talks like that, everyone's like, oh, that's Fez. Hey, look, Fez is on the TV. Does Washington have the stick today? Well, you bailed on your stick, huh? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did uh, have something that I wanted to bring up for the big national championship game that's tonight. So, this is something. It's what's to, what to watch for in tonight's big game, in the national championship game. Where'd this come from? It's wild, dog. Just some thoughts I was putting together on as we award the national title tonight. Did you forget you had them when you had the stick? Yes, I did. Is this like a fezzatorial? Um, I... If you want to read that into it, I think it's more of sports reporting, if you ask me. Uh, things to watch for tonight in the national championship game. Watch for Nick Saban to start the game wearing a Bama cap and end the game wearing a Browns cap. As I'm sure he has bags are already packed ahead to Cleveland and the NFL once more. Uh, even though the game is at night in Miami, watch for the Irish fans to still somehow get sunburned during the game. Racism. Come on, it's fair skin, dude. After seeing the National Championship trophy this evening, watch for Alabama fans to start looking for the crystal chicken that laid it. At some point, watch for someone to grab Brian Kelly and insist on getting his pot of gold. These are things to watch for in tonight's national championship game. All racist. Uh, before the game, watch for ESPN to announce that viewers should adjust their flat screens to the stretch mode so they can see all of Brent Musburger's glasses on the screen. Also tonight, watch for the announcers to still talk more about Johnny Football than either quarterback actually playing in the game. And finally, what to watch for tonight? If Bama wins, watch for their fans who didn't see the game to go nuts the next day when someone reads the news to them. Mm. And that's what to watch in tonight's national championship game. Let's see. Top ten things to watch tonight's national championship game. Nice. We should make some prop bets, too. Try to make some of this money back from the weekend. So, inbreds are playing... Um, Irish people. No drunk bets? No drunk jokes? No, no drunk jokes there. How come? Uh, didn't think of any. That's all, good stuff. Because all us Irish people are just fucking creep, fucking skinned, pale, drunks. Wait a minute, you're Irish? Yeah, I'm Irish. Black Irish, baby. I had no idea. Yeah. I just avoid the red hair thing. Uh, Tim, you're on the Ron Fez show. This is Fez Wilder with a fucking hateatorial 
What's up with the hate on all the Irish and the Catholics and people in classes? Fuck, you fucking bully. I don't care. Fuck them. Fez got them. You got them, Fez. What'd you say if any of this comes true during tonight's game? When Fez, when Fez has a stick, he'll beat you with it. Until you pass out in a pool of your own blood and shit. And it's not and come. Yeah, because he'll jerk off on you when you're passed out. Or jerk you off as you're passed out. Whatever he fucking feels like doing. Liz says fire said, this is like rapid fire sniper shots. <laughs> it is. It's a semi-automatic sniper. They're all quick one-liners, but they come one after another. Fucking heads are exploding all over the fucking place. Aaron, just, you know, does his thing. Oh, why the name calling? Alabama's gonna whoop your ass, boy. Whoa. Whoop it. Like out of a scene in Deliverance? Well, that's how you roll. What's your roll something? Roll Tide, baby. We'll see what happens tonight. You think it's a lock, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought uh, Alabama, I really wasn't impressed in that, na in that Southeastern Championship game. I think Notre Dame will keep it close and then go in for the win. What will you do if Notre Dame loses? I'll take everybody out to dinner. You do that anyway. How many Plus, we're doing now? that without Hicks this week. We're taking Jeremy instead of you. You think he's going to drink as much as I do? No. <laughs> That's why we're going to be able to go to a better place. Because we don't have to worry about an $800 fucking bar bill. He has like three drinks at a time for, for fucking four hours? Mm -mm. He drinks like a gentleman. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, that I am not. What would you put up for the listeners, though? Um, I'll shave half this mustache. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, then you're walking around with half a mustache for a couple weeks. Weeks? Oh, my God. <laughs> which Wait, which, the gray side or the white side? I'll let people pick. <laughs> Why don't you just uh, do the top? <laughs> and still leave the, the bottom extremely walrusy? I was just joking. And that's if Notre Dame loses. Hey, Rich, you're on the Ron and Fez show. What's up, Ron and Fez? Yeah. Hey, Fezzy, listen. I'm with you. I want Notre Dame all the way. Fuck them Alabama fags and their little fake 14 national championships that they claim to have. There's no need to use that word. You bunch of... He's a Notre Dame fan. Work. They don't have 14 national championships. Yeah, you're right, dude. And I'll be live chatting tonight on the iBang, starting at 8 o'clock. East End Rob, you're on the Run of Fez show. It says, do you do me a favor, can you redo that uh, Alabama soliloquy you just did? But please add the words, mother, wait a minute, and thank you. Boba. You're forgetting Pinellas Park, Florida. Before that, you used to use Alabama, though, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mobile. 
Buzz Watley with the stick today. Um, let's see. Uh, here's JP. You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez. I'm sitting here in Miami. I'm cracking my ass off at your, uh, at your little rant there, man. Keep it going, baby. You going to the game tonight? Uh, no, no, no. I'm actually, uh, I'll be out in Coral Gables partying, but, uh, but, uh, just, and really just enjoy your rant, man. Just keep it up. Thanks, JP. So, yeah, that game starts tonight. Uh, kickoff at 8.30, and I'll be in the chat room at 8 o'clock on the iBang.com. For anyone else like JP who's not going to the game, you can watch along with uh, us on the Interrobang. Get ready to break. I don't know how much longer I can take it. When it gets that long, I start to panic a little bit. DA. Yeah. DA's happening. Yeah. Boom, DA. I mean, like, it's not even a five second DA. When it gets to be like an 18 or 20 second DA. These are serious stretches of DA. Yeah. Speaking of DA, did you see the uh, the bragging that was up on the iBang? From uh, still looking, Fez, for the next one. Mm-hmm. Still uh, thinking. Still thinking or looking at your list. Thinking. Thinking. What's wrong with your list? Drinking. Don't like it. No, I like I like the li- the list is good. All right. What would you like to talk about? Um, want Chris Stanley to pick one? What's on your mind, Chris? This is great. Fucking. This is great. Uh, on the iBang. Josh Brolin got fucking banged out for a fucking DUI. <laughs> they said, well, I don't think it was a DUI. I think it was just drunk okay. and disorderly, and they let him sleep it off. That's nice. And his, his mugshot's up, which I, I always enjoy a good fucking celebrity mugshot. The mugshot is actually looks great. It looks like he just came back from the moon. Right? He fucking, it just looks like it should be in the movies. He looks good. He even, does. Even just fucking pissed drunk. He's a real movie star, it's Josh Brolin. They said but when they- you... They they said that they took him in for his own safety. <laughs> now they don't ever do that with any other drunk. Uh, I've I've gotten picked up for drunk and disorderly, and they fucking br- dragged my ass in. Yeah, everybody has to go and sleep at the fuck off, and then the next day you get a a thing, or you just get your keys back. But they don't call it that for anyone else. But but someone like a uh, Josh Brolin. Well, this and they're is not his gonna neighborhood. This at all. This is his neighborhood, right? Oh, I wasn't sure about that. I didn't know about that. So what would you like to see happen to the guy? Well, I mean, it, he was just drunk, and they didn't want him to get in any trouble. And they brought morning. him in. Yeah, they brought him in to sleep it off. Yeah, it's Santa Monica. It's his fucking town. I don't see where it's such a... Uh, I mean, the guy's not a criminal. He's just a drunk. So nobody wants him to get rolled. Nobody wants him to get in the wrong fucking... Um, he could have got hit by a fucking car or whatever. Like, he was all fucked up just walking around. I understand that part of it, but anyone else would get charged with public intoxication. Not, we brought him in uh, just to be on the safe side. Well, I don't know if it's going to be anyone else. It really depends on where it happens at. You know? 
Like I said, he's a Santa Monica guy. They know he's not a fucking criminal. He's just a guy who's drunk. Enjoy some cocktails all fucking night long. I he's like it. that fucking guy on the Andy Griffith show. That used to let himself in the fucking the cell. Sleep it off. That guy had a problem. I don't think he's the type of guy to get like embarrassed about it. Like, oh, this is a low for me. Hell no. He's just, just like, be like, this is something that happens. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to go back to drinking because I'm a fucking movie star and I can give a fuck. I think he'd be drinking if he wasn't a movie star. Oh, he'd be, he'd be drinking even more. Um, Brolin's that dude. Paul, Strong Island, you're on running Fez. What's up, boys? Hey. Hey, Fezzy, what the fuck, dude? Don't you realize Ron and Cap are fucking with you all the time, and you never stand up and say anything? Why'd you say something to Ron when he's fucking with you? Nobody's fucking with me. You know what he's, what he's saying? 20 seconds of dead air, 10 seconds of dead air, comfortable, I can't sit here. You don't say anything. That's you can stand up for yourself and say, were you afraid to stand, stand up Stand up for yourself, Fezzy. Pull a nudge. You got to stand up for yourself. There's yeah. nothing to stand up for. I'll stand up to, for myself for this guy. If I'm putting I'm out dead air there, it, of course it's going to be noticed. When he asks you if you have anything to say, you fucking sit there with dead air, and he throws it over to Pepper, and Pepper's got a story every fucking right off the top of his hat. And he makes you look like a fucking idiot. It's a rowdy fast show, you dick. Stand up. Fucking say something. Stand man. up, Fezzy. I should have a story ready, just like Pepper does. How come I'm he... the one being the dick here. Trust me on this. I know it. Now what? How do you get you upset? Just getting emotional. By what? By myself fucking things up all the time. Pepper's always trying to make himself look so fucking hot. Like He's always got a story. Got this cool hat on. Well, you show that fucking Fezzy. Make me take the like stick. Fucking rip it from my. Take the fucking stick. Dick covered hands. <laughs> the story about the Canadians, where they're uh, all buying coffee for each other in the drive-through of Tim a, Hortons. Yeah, the Tim Hortons coffee and donut shop, where I think they said it went on for three hours, and then. Uh, there was like, well, you have to explain what went on for three hours. Well, what happened was people were in the drive-thru, and uh, one person paid for the person behind uh, them in the other car's coffee. And so when that person found out their coffee's been paid for, they kept it going for the person behind them. And it went on for like over 200 cars. I think like 223 free cups of coffee that were bought. Oh, that's very nice. I don't. I'm not buying it. You don't have to. The Canadians will buy it for you. I'm not believing there was two hundred over 200 cars in line for coffee at the same time. There wasn't. This is over the course of a... The, they said the it was over the course of three hours. Right. Tim Hortons is really popular up there. I mean, this would be a traffic jam out into the street to get this Tim Hortons coffee. Well, it's only one a minute. I'm sure it wasn't, like, backed up. I'm sure it was just, like, as they came in to get their coffee, they were like, yeah. Over the course of three hours, 200 people stopped by for coffee. Right, but, I mean, a drive-thru takes forever. Not if it's just coffee and donuts. I would have crushed the guy ahead of me's bill. 
I think they're just exaggerating this story to say, look at us. The, uh, no one in America would ever do this. This wouldn't pass, uh, this wouldn't last past one free coffee. And who's the guy at the end that decides not to do it? Me. An American. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's um, Rich on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, Peppa, what's up? Hey, Fezzy, you there? What up? Right here. Fezzy, you got to stop referring to yourself as a dick, all right? You need to start sucking some more dick, all right, my man? That's true. I definitely need to. Garrett, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Pepper, how's it going? What up, dog? Hey, uh, yeah, Fez, I just wanted to confirm that, yeah, that's an ongoing thing here in Canada. On the uh, military base that I work on, that happens, like, all the time, not just on holidays, where it just goes on and on and on. It's pretty sweet. For over 200 cars? I don't yeah, understand why you think 200 is such a massive number. I'm thinking I'm of going to go on all day and it's usually They're not that, all that lined up. It's 200 fucking people over the course of three hours. It's not a 200 car fucking line. It's just a normal course of business. But that would mean that everybody who showed up in sequence, whether there was time spent between each car or not, uh, everybody ordered a coffee. Nobody in those over two hundred cars that, but we get it, Tim ordered just a don ordered just a donut or something else or a breakfast sandwich. What I've had to do that passing. before, where I paid for a guy's whole breakfast, like uh, and you know, because the guy in front of me paid for my whole breakfast. Good man. It goes on and on, man. Good. Here's uh, Jane in Canada. You're on the Manifest show. Yeah. Hey, it's Julian, actually. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, uh, that story that says is uh, talking about is, is absolutely true. Um, 200 people in a Tim Hortons lineup is very common. Unfortunately, the lineups are huge. You know, the weird thing is they brought one in in New York and nobody showed up at it. No, it's the, the I was going to say the equivalent in the, in the States is uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Yeah, I mean, we have a Tim Hortons right down the street here, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, my God, you're going to go crazy for this. And no one really did. Starbucks. And no, the fucking no one likes it. No, I, uh, but I see, here's the thing. Here. The weird thing is, Fez, you picked the wrong story to bitch about and call false because this is their thing. You know what I mean? Like, this is what they do, and everybody catches up on it. It's just like saying, hey, we're all in this together, and... It's just like a, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a fucking fun thing. It's not a. It's not as big as deal as you're letting on. Mike, you're on the run of fellowship. Twice in one day, Ronnie. Somebody buy me coffee, and you feel compelled. You you, you got to buy for the next guy. It's just. It's really happening up here, and it's it's not just the holidays. People do it all the time. You know, I'm blown away that Fez doesn't believe that we can just be kind to one another. Jesus, man. No, I understand the kindness aspect. It was the size of it that I was doubting. <coughs> That's the part of the well, story no, because... that you don't understand. I mean, I'm guaranteeing you Molly's going to do 200 cups of coffee as a walk-in in an hour. It's not as big a number as you're letting on. People come and go. You, you've got it in your head. That's you got the strange part of this in your head. Um, 
The coffee must be fantastic. I've never tried it. I've tried the donuts, and they're hideous. Right. Um, let's go over to Joey, Canada. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, yeah, Ron, I used to live right beside that Tim Hortons, and there's always a line of 20 cars, no matter what time of day. And I think it's also been reported that's the busiest Tim Hortons in all of Canada for the drive-thru. Thank you. Uh, Chris of Virginia, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, man, I, I worked for a Canadian company for five years and spent all kinds of time in Montreal. And this is a gigantic hoax that Canadians try and pull on Americans that they make jokes about Americans. You have to have a gun when you're born, and you have to have an attorney when you're born, and how bad the Americans are. And then they're Canadian people. They change tires for people on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, they love to say that they're nice. But the fact of the matter is most... They pull, it, they pull it on the Americans trying to give us this impression of them that's not true. Yeah, um, and the weird thing is if they were that nice, they wouldn't have invented hockey. I mean, they're, they're bashing each other's faces. Yeah, at. it's legal. It's actually preferred for us to beat each other up on the ice. Gary, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, Ron, how you doing? Uh, I live in Virginia, and I went up to Buffalo a few years ago, just outside of Buffalo, and we were heading out at 5 in the morning. The guy says, got to stop at Horton's to get my coffee. I'm like, Horton's? What's that? He says, we just got to stop. Pulled up, and sure enough, there was three of us in the car. Lady says, the guy in the front bought coffee for everybody here. And uh, so we did it for the people behind us. It's the only time I've ever been to one, but it did happen. Um, here is uh, Glenn in Nova Scotia. You're on the Run of Fest hey. show. Hey, Ronnie, buddy. Yeah, we, in a city of about 250,000, I think we have 54 Tim Hortons. The average drive-thru runs about 3,200 cars a day. There are people lined up all the time, and it always happens that you get to the window and someone's got you covered. So if you do that, you cover the person behind you. It, Tim Hortons is a weird, weird thing up in this country, man. But it's a busy, busy, busy drive through Thank you, my friend. A person must be shocked if someone hasn't bought their coffee for them. Why? Never mind, I'm not going to say it. I don't think you're going to go to Hortons thinking you're going to get free coffee. Oh, I would think so. If this is the tradition... The tradition is you're going to buy it for the guy behind yeah, but that, yeah, then yeah, again, but you're I not mean, getting it for still... free. You're still dropping cash because then you're going to... Yeah, but I, that's why I said you must be shocked if you pull up there and your coffee isn't already paid for. And you got to buy your own and the guy's behind you. You don't have to do anything. Just do whatever you, you want. You don't have to turn this into a bad thing. Some people up in Canada just buy each other coffee. I fucking love doing it's it. It's just their way of saying, hi, how are you? We're all in Canada. Isn't this great? Even French Canada. Hey, do you, can you believe it? Hockey's back. <laughs> awesome. Hey, no, show. it left all of our cities, but still it's back. <laughs> still got the CFL, too. Um... Let's go over to uh, Steve in Omaha. You're on Running Fest. Hey, fellas. How are you? Yeah. Hey, this is this is bullshit. All, the only guy that makes out is the last dick that doesn't pay for the coffee. There's no free coffee. They're just all buying each other. <coughs> like yes, it's a way of saying, hi, how are you? We're all in this together. We all live around here. It's just like a fun little tradition. It isn't supposed to be about you breaking out a calculator and seeing how you got over. Just a fun little thing. <sighs> Seems like a nice little thing Tim Hortons people got going on. 
It's like when you get a when you fucking tip um, people and then you get buybacks. Hell yeah, love it. It's all just part of it. Just everybody looking out for each other. You get me a buyback, you bet your ass I'm staying in there fucking <laughs> buying some more drinks. Waiting for the next buyback. That's right. <laughs> Here's Chuck, Nova Scotia. You're on Ron Fez. Hey, Ron, Fez, Pepper. Uh, what up? Fez, your ignorance drives me nuts sometimes. You're, you're always the first to judge and, uh, and to, to say something's false, but you're always the first to tell a lie. And just because there's this 200 car row... And over two hours, it's not like 200 people showed up at Tim Hortons at 9 a.m. waiting for coffee, and one guy said, hey, I'm going to pay $4. Um, the, the weird you know, thing one, is there was so many places to go on this, but what Fez focused on was like the funniest part, that there could never be 200 people who stopped yeah, it, in over it, fucking three hours to get coffee. Yeah, it's, you think how, how many, I don't know how many cups in a pot, let's say 16 cups per pot, they must put on five, six pots every, you know, every 10 minutes or whatever. So they're pounding out coffee. So really, that's not a lot of coffee. And, you know, Tim Hortons, I'm in Nova Scotia, same where Glenn called from, Halifax. And, uh, you know, I get a coffee, you know, at least once or twice every day. And there's usually, you know, anywhere 10 to 15 cars in the line. But uh, uh, Fez's ignorance is just he, he, he grasped one key point to a story and, and says that can't be true. As you know, if I heard there's a flash mob at Times Square, I don't think everyone in New York goes to, to Times Square every morning and does a flash mob. Um, Same thing. Apparently, this does happen every day. That's what we're hearing. Fez will only call it a flash. It's they made they put this story out because this one day it went on for 200 cars. Doesn't mean it's all the time. You remind me when Blowhard was screaming that AP got the ball fucking 33 times a game because he got it one game 33 times which was his record you gotta just fucking spend a little time with the story you probably should have got the fucking ball more the entire season <laughs> keep it no kidding or Joe Webbs they should just fucking <laughs> hike it directly back to him we're playing the, it's a wildcat every single fucking play this is the wildcat team now there's two plays AP left AP right <laughs> Um. <laughs> I'm not going to sit around. Okay, one more. <laughs> Kyle, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's happening, boys? Yeah. Uh, first off, Fezzy, uh, like Ronnie just nailed it home. You picked the one point. You didn't even pick the point. The guy got his three coffees paid for and then didn't want to pay for the one coffee behind him. So I find that absolutely hilarious. But... This is not like I think I mentioned that. It no. is not a, uh, a, a regular thing to do. I've had a cop pay for coffee in front of me. I've counted 55 cars going onto the Highway 400 where I am right now for the lineup. So it's it's not a ridiculous thing to do. And and when you when you kind of pick these points, I I don't see where you're getting it from. But Fezzi, I love you anyways. Have a good one. Peace. I want you to grab the stick again, Fez. You're on a roll. Keep the dead air down to a minimum. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, hey, Tony, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, I want to spell the room that Canadians are nice. I'm a dominant at a hotel in New York City. 
Yeah. And not 10% of them tip. So what I'd like to say is fuck all you Canadians and learn how to tip. I know one thing. The waitresses in Florida aren't too excited to ever see Canadians come in. And then Canadians is also a code word that they use for other people oh, down there. Boy. Fez uses the code word flesh mob. Oh, no. Even when I said, come on, dude. Flashing. Comes up. Flashing shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Hicks, what's on in your melon head? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I love this fucking story coming out of Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, two twins were arrested after fighting who was going to bang their shared girlfriends. <laughs> These two guys have this chick. They're in an open relationship. Right. She's banging both the fucking twins, whatever. And then I guess they were fucking, they wanted to fuck. And then they got into a fight after trying to figure out who was actually going to bang her first. And now their asses are fucking locked up. Another great fucking uh, mug shot because both from there. There. No, no one gets <laughs> fucked. Are you happy with that? <laughs> Um, so goddamn funny, man. All right, they're adults too, right? Yeah, they're in their like mid late twenties, but twenty eight years old. The twins and the girlfriend's twenty seven. <sighs> and yeah, she's sexually intimate with both of them, depending on who she chooses to be with that particular day. So on her whim, you know, she'll like bang brother A or brother B. Well, what's the difference for her? They fucking identical. It's like literally fucking the same person. genetically the fucking same, same cock, same brain. Same body. What is sicker than a fucking twin? An identical twin? It's kind of freakish. Actually, these two look free like freaks. Look at them. And they look exactly alike. But all like twins it. look like freaks. Oh, God, I hate them. And they got this fucking sh shared weirdo girlfriend just fucking having a train run on her by the same person. <laughs> it's like Why won't they almost. fucking put a picture of her in there? I don't know. Because then it would look like triplets. Why, you think she's ugly? I'm guessing. Why? Uh, just uh, uh, banging uh, the, the twi these twins. They look like something out of a really scary movie. They're lo they look like Irish guys, is what they look like. Yeah. They're just a couple fucking Irish twins banging the same broad, having a good time. <laughs> Until By one the way, of them wants to get laid without the other one. Irish around. twins, is that an actual term for guys that are born nine months apart? <laughs> <laughs> These are genetically Irish twins. Right. We're actual Irish twins. So you don't think an attractive girl would bang either one of these guys or the fact that she would bang both? No, that th those guys in particular. Oh, they could fucking pick up some fucking hot crazy broad who just wants it. I'm sure it's, it's not oh. a given that she's fucking unattractive in here. Oh. They didn't even give her a name, so I can't even like fucking try to Facebook this broad. Now, do you think it's hideous for two twins to date the same girl? No, if that's what they're into, I have no problem with any sort of menage. But it's incest menage. Yeah, man. But not if they're not doing each other. But they're there together. It's all the same. You don't think that there's some kind of a weird family fucking connection there? You don't think this is bad for the family dynamic? Fucking twins banging the same chick. Some weird's going on there. And, you know, say if they're fucking not wrapping that shit up and they fuck this bitch gets pregnant, they can't even tell who's the fucking father. That becomes even more freakish. There's no difference on who the father is. I guess. Because it's really the same fucking thing. <laughs> Our cum is exactly alike. It is. It's the same fucking jizz. Nature's fucked up fucking giving people twins. <laughs> 
I wonder if this guy, like this guy, feels it when the other one comes. You know, like they I'm can sure just... they do. Show his ass fucking puckers up. <laughs> oh, you're. I don't see where there's any difference in Tim Horton. And you're just fucking taking care of the next dude. <laughs> what if they banged her at the same time? Would that be sick to you, Fez? DP ass pussy. No, that's just what someone's into. But they're brothers, and their dicks are touching as they're fucking. But they're not going to produce any sort of, you know, mentally challenged kid. So if two brothers blow each other, that'd be fine with you? That would be fine with me if that's oh, what they're into. I've seen God. twins online. Oh, oh doing on. stuff together? Yeah. Oh. What? Oh, Fez, I had no idea that was your thing. And that's why you were saying that your brother is your best buddy. I've ran. No. Me and my brother don't do anything. How do we know? That's the only reason? It's because he's hetero? Whatever, DL. Could be DL. In this world today, anything can fucking happen. This chick just wanted to fuck one of the twins, not both of them. Look, I don't want this story even getting out because we've got the Murray Brothers radio <laughs> they look starting old. here. Oh, man, that's going to be awesome when they're rocking that shit. Hey, what up, Murray Brothers? I wonder what time they're going to be on. Like, live. Um, it's 24 hours. They're each taking a four-hour shift. Oh, fuck. So anytime you walk in here, it's going to be a fucking Murray Yeah, it's going to be a Murray Brother. Long crossovers. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be talking about it yet. This is this the whole family is just dominating one radio station? Awesome. Murray Brothers, Caddyshack Radio. Eat, drink, and be Murray. Starts soon. I'm down to, for all three of those things. And I believe we're all going to be invited to their uh, place in Florida, their golf course in Florida. Never played golf before. This is going to be great. You never played golf before? Never played golf before. No, I've never been to a fucking golf course. Um, that's craziness. I didn't know that there was twin gay stuff online. I'm getting rid of my computer. I'm too disgusted by it. Hey, the cops might come for it. I know, you know, the fucking the straight twins, they never fucking kiss each other. They never, like, like do things with themselves. But they'll fuck the same dude. But I've never, never really seen, like, two twin chicks, like, going down on each other or whatever. They'll share a cock. Yeah, you're right about that. It's like, no, that's, like, the fucking big line they'll cross. But yeah. I guess gay guys, gay twins. They've already crossed every line you can. Yeah. They're like, we're already gay. Let's just fuck each other now. I've seen it both ways with the gay male twins. Oh. Ass and mouth? Well, ass and mouth, but where there's like a third person and they get close, but they don't touch. And then when they're just, it's just the two twins together. Oh, God. Fuck, that's fucked up. When were you looking at this last night? No, I, um, probably a while back when I first started exploring the world of online gay porn. When's the last time you looked at any gay porn? Oh, that had to be, I'd say probably four or five days ago. Remember when he said he wasn't going to go to any gay porn? He was going to make sure he got laid first mm -hmm. instead of wasting his time just whacking to it. Wasting that fucking precious cum. Another L. <laughs> hey, it's John Amass. You're on the Run of Fez show. What up? Hey, guys. Uh, Fez, does this mean that all gay people are into incest? Sounds like it. Yeah. No, why would it? Well, you said uh, it wouldn't be a big deal for two brothers to be together. If it was a brother and a sister, it would be probably a little bit of a big deal. 
Is it okay if you're gay to have incest? They'd come and arrest you if it was a brother and a sister. Yeah. I'm just wanting to, I'm just curious, that's all. No, I, I think it's my opinion. I don't know if it's the gay community's opinion. Oh, all right. Well, take it easy, guys. Peace. Better. Man, that, somebody just sent me a picture of Hicks at the fair. I couldn't believe what a good picture this is. Oh, really? Maybe we ought to do one of those things of a, uh, you know, con uh, caption contest. What fair was I at? Well, I don't remember the last time I was at a fair. Well, you drink a lot, though, right? Uh, yeah, I, 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 like, find myself in places that... Like, wait, what? When did we do this? How you doing in the ecstasy? Uh, I haven't done any lately, but I fucking Just sure... Just over Christmas? Did my share <laughs> during Christmas and New Year's. Fucking it's so crazy how like not just XC but like the MDMA Molly mm -hmm. has blown the fuck up. Like now it's the only drug anyone talks about in music. Fucking you know, it's not just the fucking dance people, it's fucking rappers now constantly talking about Molly. Everyone is just talking about Molly. Doing that shit like ten years ago, dog. At the fucking fish shows. I never thought shit would blow up. It's fucking cray. Why do you gotta act like you're before everything that ever happened? I'm just saying, it's weird. Everyone's acting like it's new and it's been around for a while. Are they acting like it's new, or... They talk about like it's brand new, like it came out yesterday. Everybody wants to fucking do Molly. It's fun. Hmm. Can't blame them. Here's Brad, you're on Running Fez. Bradley. Hey, Fez, what do, uh, what do you think about a half-brother and a half-sister going at it? That would be fine. It would make a whole person. Ah, good for you, Fez. Stay up. Do you think an adopted brother should hook up with his adopted sister? If they fall in love, yes. What if they just want to do it? That would be fine, too, because they're not related at all. If that's, if that's someone's problem. We're just talking to you. We're just saying what you would do yeah. in these situations. <laughs> like... What if you had a half brother that you were attracted to, or an adopted half, adopted brother, and he was like a hot twink? <coughs> would you take that ass? I think right now Fez would be with his own nephew the way he's talking. Oh, have you ever Fez? I have never been with my own <coughs> nephew. Have you been curious about him? No, never. Have you ever been curious about a friend's kid? Mm, no. Boy, that was a long end on that. I had to think of through all the kids, but no. Friends, brother? Yes, that's happened. Oh, that's shit. Disgusting. That's incest. That happened a few New Year's Eves ago. And a guy who worked on the show? Yeah. That's disgusting. Oh, Is it Hicks? Unbelievable, man. No, it's not Hicks. Come on. Um... Brian, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Mm-hmm. I caught Fez in another lie. Fezzy, I called in in December to uh, when Ron was talking about the uh, mother-daughter porn, and uh, I wanted to let you know about the uh, bareback twink incest porn. You've not heard of it. Yeah. Twink porn I've definitely heard of. No, 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 no. Incest. The twins... 
the twins that you were just talking about. Oh, yeah, but I had seen twin porn before that. Yeah, I remember your call, and you were talking about that you gave me the names of the twins that actually do it. Yes, I certainly did. Yeah, but I had seen <laughs> twin porn long before that. And then why'd you say no? Because I hadn't seen actual twins together. Twin porn, but not twins together. I thought you just said, before we started, first started talking about it, you said you saw twins making out with each other, fucking each other. Hold yeah, on. I've seen that. Hold on, he's in a web of lies. Okay. <laughs> but, Fezzi, after you see uh, twink incest bareback porn, is everything else just a disappointment? No, I really wasn't into... Um, you the, sounded certainly into it when you were talking about how they almost touched each other just a couple minutes ago. Yeah, but I've I've jerked to different things. I don't oh, go I don't go fuck. looking in particular God. for twin porn. I don't feel good. God. Doesn't I mean I haven't seen Jesus. it. Jesus. Wait, you don't look particular for twin porn, but you went out and looked for it after I mentioned it. Yeah, I was curious to see what it was you were talking about to see these twins. Oh. But it's like not it's not, you know, on my favorites. Well, Fezzi, I, I love you, and one of the things I wanted to say is I give you a lot of credit for uh, going out to the gay bars alone. It takes a lot of courage, and you should be really proud of yourself for doing that. Well, thank you. Keep up the good work, buddy. You're going to get uh, down this path, and uh, you're going to get that uh, dick that you want. Thank you. Oh, it's become one weird fucking show. <clears throat> Comfortable show. I'm really uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I tried to find this uh, these fucking gay porn stars if Fez likes, but look on Fez's favorites. Apparently, that's where he keeps them. Shit's bookmarked. Ugh. All I found was Twink Boy incest hung cock rape. That's surfgayvideo.com. Why is it always gonna come back to gay porn talk? <clears throat> I don't know. We were talking about heterosexuals. Trying to bang their mutual girlfriend and they get arrested. That's all. Go to the caption contest. Okay. I think everybody's going to be happy about that. Good. It doesn't like a caption. Still not up yet. No. You got the world's slowest fucking computer. Yeah. Mm. I'm about to start just throwing computers out windows around here. Oh, wait. Maybe the Murray Brothers will bring, bring in the magic laptops. That's cool. I like magic. Johnson. Oh, what the fuck? <sighs> All right. First caption contest, 2013, huh? I got my caption. What's that? Look at that dick. He looks like a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't real. This is a Photoshop. That's not a Photoshop, dude. That's you. Then where's the back end now? I'm right here, right here in front of you. I think you're Photoshop right now. That's fucked out. No, that's like After Effects then. If it's, if it's moving. What would your caption for this space? This isn't real. Don't <laughs> believe this. That's right. my fucking caption. All right, so far that's the winner. <laughs> Mine was going to be, this is real. I believe it. <laughs> this is fakery. <laughs> Fez, what's yours going to be? I wish I was watching Twin Cest. Oh. Now mine's, gee, the other centaurs were supposed to meet me here at noon. This looks to be a renaissance fair of some sort. It's one thing after another. Fuck, I thought that I put this shit behind me in 2012. 
but it's in my fucking face. 2013. It's not even the first guy. Dude, in the only thing behind you is your four hooves. There's no four hooves there. Christ Almighty. I don't know where they fucking found this picture on my head. I look so goddamn dumbfounded. <laughs> what the fuck? First caption contest of 2013. Great. Just the centaur. Looking at like you're at some shitty fucking fair. <laughs> now, God. where was this? I wouldn't know. I'm just, I'm assuming it's a Renaissance fair. There's a child in the background and a woman in some sort of fucking cloak type thing. You got like a fucking chicken chest though, huh? That's not me. That's not me. What are you wearing out your fucking ear? Kotex? Uh, it looks like some sort of braid is what the fucking person who was doing this. I'm just All sad. Right. Here's the first one. It's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Shame of Thrones. <laughs> the person who fucking dressed up as a centaur and went to this thing should be ashamed <laughs> of themselves. Isn't that the show that you always watch, though? Love Game of Thrones. It's coming back March 31st. Where'd it go? You know, they had their season. Then they you know, shot the new season. Now premieres on the 31st. Can't wait. Even though I know what happens. Um, it was Rich. You're on the Run of Fez show. Rich, we got your buddy Rich in Washington? Yeah, sorry about that. No worries. Hey, uh, Pepper Ron got you in your own web lies, man. What's that? True. In the first hour this morning, he said, uh, Hicks, you're a big horse guy, aren't you? And you said, yeah, I love it. And I was laughing my ass off. I fucking like horse racing. Oh, you're a fucking centaur. <laughs> you're a centaur. All right? Yeah, We're well, all, we all are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this... All right, in this picture, this fucking centaur has like a utility belt. I don't know what a centaur would have... Well, that's in that. case you need to get any of your stuff out. Oh, I do see a wineskin, though. That's pretty cool. That is you. <laughs> I like wine. Doesn't your wine get hot in there, though? I would, you'd think. I never had actually actual wine skin. I saw someone at like a fish show with one once, and I was like, that's fucking weird. You could just get a bottle of wine, man. <sighs> like a wine skin, like a cup for tips, maybe? It looks like a chip jar hanging between this fucking guy's legs. This guy is you. It's a Photoshop of me. It's up there right now. Yeah, I know. It's on the caption con first caption contest in 2013. All right. We break. We'll be back. Fuck. And we'll give away the prize. What are we giving out, Fuzzy? Uh, let's give away a signed, self-titled CD from Alan Stone. The Alan Stone interview uh, went up on the iBang. You can see that there. So we'll give out a signed CD from Alan Stone for the caption contest. Look at this one right here about uh, Pepper. Yeah. Should I jack my horse cock or my human cock? Decisions, decisions. Well, if this guy's a centaur, it'd be, he'd be jacking his horse cock. Here's one that says centaur up from the floor up. Uh, here's one that just says, hey, there's only two Weight Watchers points. <laughs> here's one that simply says pepper hooves. This guy does look like he has hooves. Oh no, that's not too uh, hooky. It's more like a Clydesdale type fucking uh, centaur as well. It's, this thing ain't moving too fast. That's just because he's pulling a fucking wagon of beer. <laughs> All right, we break. We'll come out and give this out. It's the Ron and Fez show. You're listening to the Ron and Fez show. 
More Ron and Fez coming up. This is the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez. Continues. show what a playlist uh we've got today hicks you're all over this thing today rock solid it's fucking rock solid little charles bradley this guy's the truth finally your stuff stops sounding like shit (laughs) and you put together a playlist we all love uh people commenting on hicks's picture this picture photoshopped of me well i'll just read off some of these okay if rg3 was a centaur he'd still be playing is if gay, if Pepper pushes back, why didn't Pepper get an IMD uh, credit for his role in Secretariat? Brokeback, more like bareback. Oh, Cookie. Nasty. Steed from the waist down, mead from the waist up. The Pepper Hicks story. Mead's pretty good. I've had it before. Um, okay, Fez, it's time to grab the stick. Well, Fez is going to grab the stick by the end of the show today. And he's going to have something that's going to blow your shit down. Um, awesome, now I can get Special K prescribed legally. <laughs> Special K is pretty fun. Somewhere under those hooves is Ron's career. Oh, come on. Jesus Christ. Um, you can't be expected to be on the wagon if you're too busy hauling it. I don't know, Road shit. hard, put away drunk. Some of these are mean. Uh, where did the Outback go? I'm here to claim my free blooming young onion. <laughs> okay, well, back to drinking. It's pretty much how I felt. Look at my face that's been put on top of the centaur's body. The centaur is sad. He can't find his rodeo clown buddy, Eastside Dave. That was that commercial. Bob Seger and the centaur bullet band. Is Molly supposed to make my horse cock flaccid? <laughs> Doesn't help. Fuck it. I'll fill out this trifecta with myself. <laughs> Son, lawyers, guns, and trank, uh, horse tranquilizers. They'll get me out of this. Why the long-faced? Clyde's fail. Even Saratoga chick knows not to bet on me. Oh, come on. Bullshit. Bet on this guy. He looks fit. 
shitty Renaissance fair funnel cake they're selling and fajitas. Still starving. Mm. How come we didn't have any like great lunch today? <sighs> this one just says cough, 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 cough. That's what I'm feeling today. Pepper is in the center. He's never eaten a carrot in his life. Fuck no. Too vegetable-y. So this is what a sheet of acid feels like. <laughs> is that why Hicks is so mumbly? Someone put peanut butter on his gums? No. It's true. Step right up for a two-second ride. <laughs> push, push, come. Mm-mm. And Pepper's defense, 30 is really in horse years. Like a rhinestone centaur. Zito's nose is stuck up my ass. Oh, nasty. Mm, funnel cakes. Funnel cakes pretty Cover good. a mane and tail monthly. That's not real. Wish my arms were longer so I could wipe my ass. I mean, well, horses don't really care about if they have shit on their ass. I don't exist, so can I sleep on your couch? Drunk centaurs wobble, but they can't lay down. Mm-mm. They'll hurt my lungs. Well, I guess the centaur's lungs would still be in the human chest, so they could lay down. So I don't know what would be in the fucking horse body, except like horse meat and like a couple of bones. Mm. Well, you're doing great with this. <sighs> Rather not. It's fucking mean. This isn't me, man. I'm a dude. Alright, Fez Watley's gonna grab the stick and take us to fucking Windtown. You wanna get off in Windtown? I wanna fucking smash head first into Windtown, get out and fucking start the party. This is something Watley is going to care about immensely and speak about passionately. He is the one and only. Truth on the radio today. <coughs> He's back in a big, big way. He's now you're upset. No, no, no. I was, I was looking down. You were making so many faces. I thought I was. Oh, I didn't even realize I was. Anyway, he's Fez Watley. Uh, well, we have a leader in the Oscar nomination race already. And that's uh, Django Unchained. Uh, the Oscar website accidentally leaked the first of the nominations that aren't going to get announced until this Thursday. So right now, it's Django Unchained 1, all other films, zero in the amount of Oscar nominations. So it was leaked that uh, Django Unchained is going to get nominated for Best Original Costume Design. Well, they deserve it. They have a lot of nice costumes. Hell yeah. Let fucking Jimmy Fox pick his own shit out. So those won't get announced until Thursday this oh, week. That's a fun fact. I would start immediately uh, running ads with that as a blurb. If I was Django Unchained. The only film to be so far nominated for an Oscar. The only film with an Oscar nomination right now. Just make everything else look like trash. Uh, Papa Molly, I'm sweating wood. <laughs> they advertise for a mentor for the interns. This is what they got. Oh, I fucking get those. I whip those kids into shape. Hey, lady, guess who's hung like a horse? Big old horse cock. 
this costume doesn't look at him and tell him we could I said, go. fuck you, Honda Civic. I got a Centaur outside. <laughs> Shit. This is the first time Hicks has been in stable condition. <laughs> I need to take a fat Molly Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucking weird. This shit gets, you know, strange. Horses want Tito's Baba. <laughs> That's fucking good. I was drinking that. Horses want uh, the signed one. No, no, no. The signed one's still good. I almost opened it by mistake, though. And I was like, oh, got this unsigned bottle, dog. We'll drink out of this. <sighs> Brian, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, how you guys doing? We start calling Hicks Mr. Ed now or what? Come on. Fucking just, uh, <laughs> Mr. Head was a horse, not even a centaur. Doesn't even make sense. That's right. Don't offend him. He's a centaur. No, no I'm not. I'm neither. I'm just a dude fucking working on the radio. Taking up more elevator space than NBC employees. That's impossible. Okay. You don't even fucking realize. Hoof, mouth, lung, and liver disease. <laughs> Last time I was, the doctor said I was healthy. Shows how good my doctor is. Your doctor's pit doc. <laughs> hey, he was surprised. The ears were fucking good. That blew him away. He was furious that your lungs weren't all juicy. Uh-huh. See? Oh, and then he prescribed me an umbrella. He He's good for what ails you, that pit doc. Oh, he is. What kind of doctor is he? He's a general practitioner. All right, Fez, no more fun facts. Lay it on us. Fez Watley on the stick. Uh, let's see here. Um, the American Dialect Society has come out with the word of the year for 2012. They went with hashtag. Now, there was much better words of the year that they could have come up with. Any what of, are they in, Cranky? Any, um, any of their other nominees... I think we're better than hashtag. Oh, uh, no. Hashtag's better than fucking YOLO. That's not even a word. That's a acronym. For what? You only live once. YOLO, motherfucker. Mm hmm Stupid. Or Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style's one. Gangnam Style's just a song. It's not a word. I mean, it, technically it's a word, but it's not like I fucking Gangnam Style last night or whatever. I Gangnam Style that shit. It's just the... This is the once a year radio bit that you never hear about these words other than on talk radio. <laughs> I've been through this so many times. Fiscal Cliff would have been better. Yeah, it would have been. Give me a hashtag. These damn kids. Why don't you make up your own, Fuzzy, and give it to Fiscal Cliff? Or even debt ceiling. See, those words are fucking depressing and shitty, make you feel bad. And they're also here and then gone. Yeah, because it was just, it's just one thing that happened. We almost hit the debt ceiling, and that's it. We almost hit the fiscal cliff, and that's it. Hashtag will be around as long as Twitter is, or even Instagram and shit. It's just the way, you know, it's just a... You well, hashtag on Instagram? Oh, you can hashtag anywhere, dude. Just fucking, I don't. You can hashtag anything, I do this, anywhere. though, YOLO. I YOLO wherever I go. You got to fucking hashtag YOLO. Let people know. Hashtag training day. <laughs> hey, time you're on Run of Hey, Hicks. Yeah, what? Yeah, did the doctor say you were healthy as a horse? No. Of course, no. of course. <laughs> uh -uh. Wally's going to fucking grab the goddamn bull by the horns right now. 
You feeling it today, Fez? I'm not feeling it quite at the moment. What's up with the big four today? Not feeling your four? Uh, no, not feeling the four. Skyrim caption contest is getting out of control. I think it's getting fucking better than ever. These people are fucking being quite mean. If I wore a centaur, I'd be really fucking annoyed and insulted. So you're acting like you're not a centaur right I'm not now. Acting like I'm not a centaur. I not a centaur. <sighs> he just put your favorite thing, hashtag centaur. <laughs> Party in the front, black girl in the back. I was that Earl was screaming at you the other day, all fair. Yeah, he was pissed off at me for some For reason. no reason. Like, what like whatever you brought up, he would start yelling at you. He was being a dick. I don't appreciate that. The fuck? You know, there's a vibe in here, too, that needs to be managed. That right. I'm not asking him to manage it, but he's definitely not making things better by yelling at me. Hell, yeah. You know what? Manage this vibe. Make us happy. Yeah, dude. Come on. This is your job. Speaking of vibe manager, that's fucking Fez Watley for us today. He's the big four. He's four on the floor. Drain it. Video on the IB wire of a ring bear is down. A ring bear is down. You know, if you're going to put kids in your wedding and make them stand up there for the whole time, you run the risk of having a kid faint what? up at the altar. Why are kids faint? Because it's hot in those churches. They're in, they're in tuxedos that they're not used to. They're standing completely still. That should help them out. They're standing completely still. It you happened at like one of my sister's hard. weddings. First or second? First one. Where one of the bridesmaids just toppled over. I just thought of something. I think a ring bear threw up at one of my weddings. One of my early ones. The kid just couldn't hold down? Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of candles lit in there. Like the whole place was candles. Kids must be fucking sensitive. It was like little fucking idiots. Get together, dude. I don't did, know why anybody would want to be a kid. Did you get on the ring? I don't remember. <laughs> if you watch the video, you can you can hear the rings just roll away. Then the little fucking kid was like, "Did are the rings okay?" He felt all fucking bad, like a little. I'm not gonna say what because we gotta be careful with that. Bad word. And then at one point they just tried to stand right, him back L up Liz again. Liz says that we should uh, give Hicks the nickname Big Four. He has big four legs. I have two. I don't have horseshoes. I have Nikes. Hashtag glue stick came up. <laughs> it's mean, man. YOLO, more like polo. The zoo, zoo York make battle, saddles? No, they don't. I'm going to get a blue ribbon. Not the 4-H contest, but at the beer stand. PBR, baby. Winner of the Triple Crown Royal. Mm. Has anyone here seen the town blacksmith? No, it's racist, dude. You know, you know I know I get them making fun of me for being fucking a centaur, but to bring in color. Um, Steve, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, in the military, they used to tell us during those parades and presentations when you had to stand there for a long time, you got to keep your knees bent a little bit. You keep them locked, and it does something to your blood flow. That's what makes you pass up. There's always people in the military in those presentations and stuff passing out and having to be dragged out. So that's what happened to that kid. 
Yeah, I guess. Fucking baby. Dave, you're on my first show. Hey, Ronnie D, what's the maximum age for a ring boy before you start looking like an asshole? Oh, you gotta. I think it's. I think it's really low. I think maybe you could get away with five years old. I'll be a ring bearer. Fuck it. Someone asked. Sure, I'll take your rings down the goddamn. Yeah, but then you don't want a fucking second or third grader to be a groomsman. That's the problem with it. But those positions are supposed to be. They're supposed to be the mess up uh, positions in a wedding. You want mess up. Well, you want the little flower girl who's real little, doesn't understand it, and, you know, plops down in the middle of the aisle or refuses to throw the flowers. I don't think anybody wants that. It's, it's, that's the wedding video moment when the tiny little kid, when, the, when the basically a toddler Yeah, but acts the, video, up. the video moment isn't for YouTube. It's for the bride and groom, the grimes. <laughs> specifically, and she never is like, oh, I want a little kid to ruin my wedding. Yeah, I mean, it's all for the... They're not throwing the wedding for the child, these two little kids. That they're have, th throwing it for the bride. The bride is... She acts like she's queen whore that day. It's for the, for the lady. But that's, that's the problem. A bride will say, oh, this little person will look so cute as the flower girl or the ring bearer, but then never get past the point of you're asking a five-year-old to manage part of the production of your performance here. But you just said that you want them to fuck up. I'm confused. Well, I mean, any bride who gets upset about it. I don't know. Um, here's uh, Mike. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, Ron? You sound like a hashtag million bucks. Ah, Hicks. Uh, That's um, a good thing. Oh, yeah, I Hicks, I like it. <laughs> I was just wondering, maybe there's some confusion around Pepper Hicks being a centaur. I don't think he is. Thank you. By Anna. any means. Thank you. Um, but I do think he might be a minotaur, which would be the head of a bull on the body of a man. I know what a minotaur is. Your thoughts? I'm not a fucking Greek legend, okay? You do seem like a fucking bullhead, though. Metaphorically. But I don't live in a fucking labyrinth anymore. Hey, hey. Yeah, you well, live in Astoria? Yeah, I live in Astoria. Yeah, what's the story for us? Greek people. Yeah, what I, I tell you? Well, I'm not Greek. He fucking got you, dude. No. He fucking took you to a place. He took you out into the deep water, and then he drowned you. Fuck that shit. Just because I live around Greek people doesn't mean I'm Greek. Or You're I'm trying to be Greek bullhead. right now. Definitely not. Those yeah. people are racist. I heard from your neighbors, and the Greeks don't want no freaks. <sighs> now, did you see this fucking Brooklyn blowhard got busted for... <laughs> 200 times he called in fake things to the cops to try to make the hipsters stop having fun out on the street. 400, dude. It was 400 calls to 911 because his fucking, because he, he's lived in Williamsburg for a long time. He was a neighbor. Billy Berg. Yeah, Billy Baby. Fucking Billy B. Uh, and this guy's fucking wasting the cops' calls, this fucking jerk. Dude, it's just fucking, let it be. He's just a single. Let it be. It's just a single fucking 51 year old guy just pissed off other people are having fun around him. Just give it a break. You're wasting the cops' fucking time. I don't know why everyone's got to be a fucking asshole about other people. It's ridiculous. My fucking neighbor busted my balls for smoking a little bit of herb. Get off my dick, lady. My neighbors smoke fucking weed, and for some reason, it always goes right to the front door. Like, in my building, I guess because people open the door, it's like it's just sucked in. And yeah. when I get to the fucking 
front door, I'm like, man, that's skunk. <laughs> now I feel like smoking some weed. Oh, no. Yeah, 400 times this guy's called just because people were partying. 400 times. And one time he said there was this, like a shootout on the subway. Yeah. Just to fuck with him. Way to go, Blowhard. Proud of you. Feel good about yourself? Probably. Uh, which one of you guys is picking the winner for this thing today? Neither step up. I'll huh? pick it. I'll pick a winner. Okay. I'll fucking do like it all to day. See the step up, guys. Yeah, but you're gonna fucking hate it because it's about you. <laughs> Maybe Ra that Radio should. Shark wants to say something. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. You know, Hicks isn't like a centaur at all. He's more like a parrot. Hey, Ronnie, give Pepper a cracker, huh? Fuck you, fucking Radio Shark. You <laughs> fucking cunt, bitch. Yeah, and I'm saying to say that, huh, motherfucker? You know what? You should make your fucking 2013 a chance for you to start and heckle Radio Shark. All right, I'm going to fucking, I'll start fucking calling him up immediately after the show ends. Fucking Fuck with him a little bit. Yeah. All right, Pepper, you got a couple minutes. Now that, now that you said that you're doing it, Fez is looking. <laughs> I mean, I am pretty biased. I will pick a... Compliment over an insult. <laughs> That's how it goes down. Um, here's uh, Tom. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Just wonder what that background noise is. Is that your pet centaur beating his dick against his belly? I'll beat my dick against your face, huh, you fucking douchebag? All right. Fucking come in your mouth. All right. Come on. Make These you are a listeners. fucking gay twink boy, huh? These are I'll listeners, make you my fucking dude. slut. I'll get gay, make you look like a bitch. I don't like this kind of stuff. Well, he fucking gonna fucking talk shit to me. I'll fucking talk shit to him. I ain't inviting it. You want to talk some jive? I'll talk some jive with you. Thank you. What movie? <sighs> I can't remember. I'll talk some jive like you never heard. I can't remember. Nobody. And both of you guys swear it's your favorite movie. Both of you swear. Roll 10 bounce. Look at you fucking looking it up online. No, right? I just, nope. I didn't look it up. Look at the screen I'm on. It's the hashtag story. You're right. It was real time bumps. Both of you guys claim you love that film. It just takes a while to dredge the memory. I'm being attacked here. I'm fucking... These movie cords coming out of left field. I'm just trying to keep it all together. Look, you look like a fucking centaur. In this picture because it's photoshopped. That's all. Shh, listen, what's that rubbing? Stopped. Weird. It's fucking weird, man. Oh, God. Someone just sent me, sent me the Peter Twins. Oh, is that the Fez's infatuation? Oh. Oh, boy. Does that makes sense? The Peter Twins. Uh, JP, you're on my Fez. Fly B, million bucks. Happy New Year, sir. Same um, to you, my friend. I'd like to offer myself up as the uh, resident Greek mythological expert. Great. Half, half of me being Greek. Hicks is not a centaur. He's what we call a katorepas, which is, is a hooved mythological creature that looks down all day long. But when he looks up, will kill you with his noxious, boozy breath. And he loves dick. <laughs> well, being Greek, That's, obviously. That is you, dude. I don't love That's dick. That's you. I don't love dick. I don't have hooves. Uh, Brian and P.A., as a spy report for spy report, spy report, spy report, spy report, spy report, spy report. For the fourth year in a row, Lionel Messi wins the FIFA Player of the Year. 
Spy report. Uh, that was goes without saying, right? Now, the best. 60 Minutes did something on uh, uh, Barcelona last night, but they said that Wednesday night on Showtime, 60 Minutes Sports, first time ever, will have an in-depth uh, thing with Messi. Oh, really? On Showtime? On Showtime, yeah. It's on Wednesday night at, I believe, 9 o'clock, and it's called 60 Minutes Sports. Chris is looking it up as I speak. <clears throat> And I only know that because I TiVo'd the 60 Minutes uh, to watch the Barcelona bit. <coughs> Ronnie B., I'm, yes. I'm, a Real, I'm a Real Madrid fan. Barcelona is my arch enemy. A messy place for them. But even I will admit, he's the best player in the world. He's the best player I've ever seen. They claim he may be the best of all time, and he's only 25 years old. That's scary. And right? four years... And when you say that you're the best in the world, this isn't your league. This isn't your division. It's Earth. Everyone on Earth. I have every soccer player. Four straight years. And the guy's what? Five, six, five, seven? He's a little guy. He's a beast. He just, and he also, um, this year, he broke the record, I think, for the most goals in the, in the calendar year. 86. He scored over nine. I thought it was over ninety. Oh, I heard the other night eighty six when I was watching yeah, last that, night. That, I think that was the record. Oh, and then he, he beat had, the eighty six. Yeah, he has like ninety something. I'd be ridiculous. pissed I didn't get a hundred. <laughs> I, yeah, I came so close. Level. All right, my friend. I'm glad to hear from you. At sixty minutes sports <clears throat> Wednesday, January 9th, ten p.m. on Showtime. The thing is, sixty minutes. Sometimes we're just about sports. Oh, yeah, one more thing. We'll fuck you up. Good. Start something with us. Um, Eddie, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I think Pepper Hicks is a Pegasus because he's always high. That's true. I don't have wings. And you flew clo too close to the sun, my friend. Too close to the sun. So pretty, though. Did you pick a winner for yourself? Yeah, I got a winner. It's going to the culture vulture. Where did the Outback go? I'm here to claim my free blooming onion. Oh well, back to drinking. Because that's actually what happened. <laughs> Went to a bar immediately after that. Super sad. I I talked to someone who said that they were very sad for you. I'm like, why are you sad for someone who didn't get a fried onion? <laughs> Delicious, dude. <laughs> Fucking great. I, those things are awesome. I was so, I can't tell you how disappointed I was when I walked up to that place. Well, I will admit this. I do hate the one that you picked out out of all of them. <laughs> but you did do the step up, and no one else did. I'll come at you. I'll come at you hard. Oh, you want to talk some jive? I'll talk some jive World like you never heard before. World 10 bombs. Coltrane. World 10 bombs. Coltrane was my favorite fucking put down there. You're just calling somebody that? Mm -hmm. All right, Big Cat, we're going to pull you back into this. They call him the Big Four. He's always got four together. You're going to just fucking turn the world upside down for us, right? You said your thing is you want to get more involved in 2013. Do you feel like you've been doing that? No. No, I haven't gotten there yet. So, but have I still I, want to, yes. Have I, do, have I done a good job of not ignoring you? Last year, it came up that I ignored you on days that you don't want to be involved. Oh, no, you haven't ignored me at all. Last year I did, though. Oh, I don't think so. Our boss said, how come you let him go sometimes hours without talking? 
Why don't you just talk directly to him and ask him what's on his mind? That's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. And yep. that... Well, we were talking about the noisy neighbors. Uh, I have neighbors that just moved in above me. And they are having, I guess, regularly scheduled sex. Because I can hear the bed, <laughs> the headboard banging... Yeah. At the same time, every single night. So it's it's always right about 10.30. Probably when they go to bed. Mm -hmm. Like you don't go to bed and then wait around for a while and then have sex. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. If bed. they're both working during the week, I bet they're not having 10.30 uh, weekend sex, right? No, it's been happening like every night for like I would say the past four or five nights in a row. Just record it. Yeah, you need to lock this down. We need to be able to do this because I I imagine all right time for bed. Then you're gonna have sex. Yeah, makes sense. The weekends, I'm like, well, they should be staying up a little later. I mean, not that I have any experience, but I would have thought, all right, if you're having sex, it's going to be when the mood hits you, not. This, all right, it's yeah. 10 30, time for sex. You move in with somebody, you're probably gonna have sex every fucking day, though. And as soon as you lay down next to a chick, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, let's start sexing. Let's so start. that do it, it doesn't shock me that it would sound to you like it was planned at a certain time, but they're probably just in their routine fucking bunnies, and they're like, I'm ready to fucking get laid down. What about you? And as soon as they do, they probably start having sex. Slay that pipe, buddy. The point that throws me off about what you've said, though, is the weekend. Because I think you normally do break your sleep schedule. Yeah, you're going to be sleeping later and shit. You're I mean, even if you don't like to go out, you like to, you know, watch Saturday Night Live, something. But I know a lot of people who go, I'm in bed by, and it's a pretty early time. Particularly in the wintertime. They're in bed by like 9 or 10 o'clock every night. Whoa, that's mad early. You're, all, you're up all night, right? I try to be asleep by 2. I'd say that's safe, but then you know, that, that's not a little What time are you up? I'll be up to like 4, 4 in the morning usually. Some, about half the time. What time do you wake up? 8, 7.38. So you try to get nice four, three and a half, four hours in. Mm -hmm. I feel that's the minimum you, that you need to function. You're the only person who says that. Well, maybe I'm just fucking better then. I got Red Bull to help me out. To help you sleep or help you... Help uh, me focus once I fucking get my three and a half in. You actually sound like that's what you focus. You know, that's what, you're, what's what your focus is, a Red Bull. Tommy, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, I just had a suggestion for Fezzy. What's that? Hey, uh... Why don't you change your wireless uh, name on your Wi-Fi to "Hey Apartment So and So"? I can hear you having sex. Well, I don't want to interrupt them. It's not bothering me. It just it goes off at the same time every How night. How long does it last? It does not last very long. Aww. I would say probably about eight to ten minutes. I would think. Married people. They got their routine. Mm -hmm. Get that nut off. Go so to routine, sleep down. Yeah. That's what you're looking at. There's a couple of routine people. They've so. got it down. Bet they do. 
Do you know what they look like? No, I haven't seen them yet. I mean, that that was the apartment that got redone and was leaking water into my apartment. Oh! That I talked about months yes. ago, so now uh, yep. people are finally in it. I don't remember this story at all. So, no, I haven't met them yet. The she, new people. She introduce yourself, see if they're fucking hot, and just fucking jack to it. Is he sure it's not two dudes? No, I don't know. Oh, nice. All I know is they have a headboard and a wall. Fuck yeah. I just want to know instead, though, if they just make a power shake for themselves every night at fucking 1030. <laughs> I mean, I can't expect, A, that Watley's telling the truth, or B, that he knows what he's talking about. That's probably true, but I like to think that these hearing people fuck. We all like to think about that, but... Who knows? It sounds like it has a rhythmic thing to it. Mm-hmm. Up and down. You're like fucking Mark and Mark, aren't you? Like everything about the Earth is like surprising and weird to you. Yeah, most of the Earth, especially the sexual part of the Earth. Was that Grand Canyon? <laughs> no, just any of the other people enjoying sex around the world. Why do you even talk like a baby about it by saying stuff like that? You know, like the sex part of the earth, they don't understand. You gotta fucking be like, I gotta get my fucking nut off, dog. That's how you gotta talk, and then, you know. Welcome to the Grand Canyon. It's Earth's vagina. <laughs> Everyone's so jerking off into fucking. <laughs> you know, plenty of people have jacked it. <laughs> so Some fucking coyotes and some fucking torsages. I'll see if it happens again tonight. Okay. Let us know. You should hit the fucking roof with a goddamn broom and just fuck with them. Hit the roof with your cum. Uh, Lady Trucker. Hey, Fezzy, can you bring a recorder home and get an audio of that love making that you're listening to? I'll try to record it. All right, do that tonight. We'll listen to it tomorrow. Okay. Why do I know it's going to be Fez doing this on his table? Uh, do your voices or is it just the uh, pounding? Just in I his just head. hear pounding. Well, you just start to moan with it. <coughs> Throw him off. Frankie Mac uh, has a couple of things up. One is Australian Heat Wave, and the other his 2012 uh, wrap-up, where he wraps up some of the best storms of the year. He's also gotten somewhat cocky, thinking that he's doing such a great job. Well, I mean, he's a good job. I mean, he's fucking talented guy. He's gives out good. People should be listening to his warnings. I like his jacket. Jacket off. Frankie McDowell, my own TV station, live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Bad heat wave is happening down in Sydney, Australia, and the rest of Australia. Supposed to be a real humid weather, real hot weather. People in Australia, be prepared for a real bad heat wave. Supposed to be a 
30 plus degrees with Humidex down in Australia. It's supposed to be a real hot and humid weather. Weather. People in Australia, be prepared. Have your water bottle ready. Drink lots of water. Put lots of ice cubes in the water because it's supposed to be a real humid and hot weather down in Australia. Weather's going to be very hot and humid. Limit your outdoor activities. Don't stay outside too long. Go to the beach and go swimming. Jesus. Wear your sunblock. dead air. Wear your I want to have a dead air contest them against Fez. Who do you think can hold out longer? I think Fez could. What do you think, Fez? Um. People in Sydney, Australia. I would bet on me. Big prepare. Have your ice cubes ready. Have your lots of water ready. Because we are the videotape Fez then. For when he has the stick. Alright, Hicks, this is something you and Fez can probably do. The new uh, sport, Siberian uh, Husky Tug of War. Oh, who doesn't like a Siberian Husky? Everyone likes it. It's the most beautiful dog. But he actually has a rope set up. This is Brian, and they're playing Tug of War. Have either of you guys seen this? No. I have not seen it. I right, seen it. just look at it now, and let's do a bet, left or right. I'm going to go left. I'm going to do, I'll say right. All right, what are you guys betting? I got 20 bucks on me right now. I'll you bet go? you two to one. All right, let's do it. So Fez got right, Hicks left. Yeah. For the love of God, this fucking dog better come through. <laughs> I'm pissed, because I don't have 20 bucks on me. <laughs> Come on, left. This has really gotten exciting. Come on. Come on, righty. <laughs> that fucking left dog's huge. <laughs> Come on. He's got a really bad angle, though. Do it. The right dog's got a lot of angle on him. Come on, baby. Come this on, This is up on the, on the eye bang. This fucking right dog seems really, like, really monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now they oh, wait a minute. Come on. Come you on. remember who you had, you idiots. Come on, baby. Come on, just plant yourself and pull. This, this is under new like, sport, Siberian Husky Tug of War. This fucking dog's huge. Look at that coat on that thing. It's so healthy. Please. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's it. All right, get, yeah, get back in your By stance, By the way, he right, said dog. he edited this down. It went for like 50 <laughs> minutes or something. Come on. All right, that fucking... I think the dog, right dog is, is losing its shit. Left dog's got the high ground. Please, please, please. Alright. I think left dog's getting tired. No, fuck that. Like a right dog, totally reinvigorated. Do you like these dogs, Fez? Yeah, these are gorgeous dogs. Well, you can adopt Dazzle there. Um, just sent to at Totsher, T-O-T-T-S-H-R. Depending on which dog wins, there could be an adoption <laughs> fucking place. Oh, it's got to be over soon. Yeah. Your 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 dog has never had a good angle this entire time. No, but it's on its all four. It's fucking it's it's yeah. Come on. I think being low is a smart move. Maybe. 
You're doing a lot less work. Oh, he's God. low. He's planted. Oh, I worry about him being on a rug. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. He's being pulled off the rug you worried about. The fucking rug gave it more fucking traction. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No! What the fuck? <laughs> what happens? What happens? Who wins? You know how fun... <laughs> you love gambling? Oh, I was really into that. Yeah, I only had five bucks on me. I lied, Fez. I really think the dog on the right was going to continue on and end up winning that thing. At least, at least, all right. So this is like a push, all right? So like this is just Yeah, not it's a push. <laughs> I guess we can find out from Brian who actually won it. Oh, I'm sure that big, beautiful fucking dog, <laughs> black dog won. So I think I should take that odds of 40 bucks right over here. I'll hold it down until we really find out. I don't know. I wish I'd know. Oh. I thought it was gonna end with something. Oh, Fucking! I got really, got really into that. I probably have a problem. Well, you like to gamble. I like to lose money. That's for damn sure. Stupid Andy Dalton, fucking me up. So. uh That's where you're putting that dog up for adoption. Seems like a nice dog. Yeah. What, what Beautiful the fuck's dog. wrong with it? Probably Beautiful dog. What kills kids or something? All dogs kill kids. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do about that. Dogs kill kids. Good old fucking Dazzle and Bailey. Someone should take up Dazzle. Dazzle is the one that's up for adoption. Someone should grab Bailey, I guess they just love like there's no tomorrow. I guess I've been beating Dazzle left and right just to fucking... Oh, my God. I could never give up Bailey. Dazzle on the other time. Nothing but trouble. Why won't someone take this dog off our hands? You know, like, if you do, like, one dog better, you're just sitting there all the time. Come on, win the fucking tug of war. <laughs> win it for our family. <laughs> yeah, right? Come on. We got to eat tonight, buddy. You're not going to live off your looks for all these years. Everybody likes the way you look, but you got to fucking goddamn earn this shit. You're starting to sound like Mike Vick now. <laughs> I can see you having a little bit of Mike Vick. I mean, the dog fighting thing. I was invited to dog fights before and chicken fights, and I didn't go to either one. I'd definitely go to a chicken fight, and I'd probably go to a dog fight, too. I'm not going to lie. And I would gamble on it. Mafia Life Chris, uh... Grew up on dog fights, loves them. Yeah. It's how fucking Vic executed the dogs that lost. That's what did him in. I mean, just dog fighting would have been. He electrocuted them, he drowned them, he uh, shot them. Uh, one of them he fucked to death. Like, who's fucking a dog to death? Mike Vic. Damn, Mike Vic, you nasty. Now we'll be just seeing if he can fucking find any new place around <laughs> Kansas City. It's going to be tough. <laughs> He's going to go out there with his goddamn boyfriend, coach. Nice. Fucking Vic and Jamal Charles, winning combination. Andy Reid being able to do whatever he wants. <laughs> he has full run of the whole place, right? He does. Which means sounds like pastry trays. That's what I worry about. <laughs> All right, uh, we're getting ready to wrap this one up. Uh, we are back. It's a... Uh, 
It's a new year. Hell yeah, it's January. We'll fucking start all over again. And from what I understand, we never got the online thing fixed. Not that I, so I, anyone listening online got fucked. Hey, the uh, Stones uh, are might be doing a full tour now in 2013. Holy shit. Gives you opportunity to go see them, Chris. That'd be awesome. Never saw them. Yeah, you should at least see them once in your life. Yeah. They're fucking strong. Uh, your favorite show, Buck Wild, <clears throat> is bigger than Jersey Shore. People love rednecks, man. <clears throat> they fuck, they've worked with Jersey Shore, but there's more rednecks than crazy Italian people in this country, so they're going to love these rednecks losing their shit. Yeah, but these ones are unfuckable. <laughs> Not very attractive. Like the one kid who's a garbage collector. He don't care about no Twitter, no Facebook. No, he don't give a shit about any of it. He just wants the whole trash. It's nice to see. Tonight is uh, BCS <coughs> championship game. Give me the exact score. The exact score <coughs> will be Notre Dame 24, Roll Tide 10. Fezzi? Notre Dame 17, Tide 6. No way. <laughs> They'll score a touchdown. No touchdowns for Alabama? And you're sending six, uh, Nick Saban on to Cleveland? Mm-hmm. That's what that's saying. Why would he want to? But Chip Kelly was going to take that for sure. All right, we'll see you guys back in here tomorrow. With the apologies, I'm sure. <laughs> Enjoy the game tonight. If you like to stop by, Fez is going to uh, be hosting it live on the iBank. And Hicks said he'd pop in once. I'll pop in. Pips, good job today, buddy. Sorry about not having any interns to help you out. Cross is on it. Cross is all over it? Yeah, saw him in the hall. And what do you say? He's like, I'm calling him right now, Chris. I'm like, that's right, dog. You get on that shit. You raise hell. Sweet. All right. We'll see you back in here tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk. I've been told that you've been bold with Harry, Mark, and John. Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday through Thursday with Harry, Mark, and John. Drive me out of my mind I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV Satellite of love